I think it's just me and you, brother. I think Guy is missing in action. Maybe. He might be on. We'll see. We'll come in at 8. He didn't get the 745 memo. You think he's going to show up at 8? He's going to show up at 8. He's always fucking late. Always. I'm going to fire him. Just get rid of him. You're fired. <laughs> what's, going, what's going on with you, man? What's new? Nothing. Just in prep now. So. What do you mean in prep? What are you talking in about? Prep. For what? New York? Either in Indie Pro or New York, yeah. When's the Indie Pro? I think it was May, I think it was on May 8th. Man, preps are starting already? Yeah. How many weeks are you? 16 or 18 or 20? I think it was like 17 to be. Man, that's, that's fucking exciting. I thought, you know, I, I didn't know when the shows were going to be this year. I haven't looked at the schedule. So I'm like, man, it's going to be boring for like three months while people like get start getting ready for shows. But if you're telling me the shows are in May, that means people are going to start dieting in the next month or so. Yeah, I know. Um, I know New York is definitely in May. Because um, I talked to uh, Tyler Manning about it. He just doesn't yeah. know where it's going to be yet. So what? how how far apart is Indy from uh, New York? Is it like a couple weeks? I think it was only like two weeks. Are you going to do both or just one? Um, it depends if whatever I won first. Well, that's what I mean. Like, are you going to do new indie? Well, yeah, if, if, I, if you if win, I, you shut. If I do indie and I win indie, I'm just I'm done. I want to just shut, shut it off. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's nothing special about New York. It's like you just want to win a show in that time period. Well, the goal was New York, but because we're still, we don't even know if it's still going to really happen because it's not even on the schedule or determined yet. Yeah, that's why we're just kind of going to roll with indie for the moment, and then if that's confirmed, we'll probably just do New York. So what changed in your diet? Because you said you're in prep now. Is it like full prep or is it just like, okay, cut out all the junk? It's just cut out all the junk. Like, well, the, so the first week we just cut out all the cheat meals yeah. that I was eating, which wasn't, you know, a lot anyway. He just yeah. wanted to see what my body did just on a full week of no bullshit, mm. um, which my, my weight pretty much just stayed stable. So uh, last week was, we uh, did a little drop in the carbs and fats. So. Okay. So you kind of, you're getting to it already. Mm-hmm. Is he the kind of coach that will cut everything down and then kind of ramp you back up somewhere in the middle? Sometimes. Yeah. Like, like a lot of times, a like when you, if you start to drop real quick, he'll refeed you sometimes like two, three days in a row. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't mean that. I mean like. Oh, you mean like bump the food back up? Yeah. Like, I mean, let's say. Oh, you, yeah. Like when we were like for Chicago. Yeah. I was eating more food than I ate in this little mini off season. That's what I'm thinking. Like I'm, I'm thinking if 18 weeks out or 17 weeks out, he's already cutting your carbs. That means you're going to be shredded kind of early and he's going to start to ramp things back up mm-hmm. as you get it, to the show. Yeah, probably. So that's why you're going to, you'll be like, you'll look really fresh and full and you won't have to play any games at the end that way. No, and I, and I prefer that. I like to have longer preps. That it just makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great, it's a great strategy. Plus, I mean, with an 18 week prep, you can hold as much muscle as possible. Mm-hmm. You're not, not worried about losing anything. Exactly. You're not rushing it. You're taking it nice and slow and that's it. Do you find your training's better when you're in a prep? Yes. Like, are you more, are you more focused? Like everything's like more regimented, your training's better. Yeah. Like I'm always regimented, but definitely in prep, especially when I hit like that, uh, I'd say like that 12 week out mark. Yeah. I'm like, boom. Yeah. It's another gear. Everything feels good. The training's at the best. Yeah. And that I'm golden. Um, I think we have a guest. One second. Is that guy? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Who the f- hey, what are you doing over there? What are you guys doing? 
What's up, dudes? Who is that? Oh. <laughs> What's that? Got the pup with me. Was, is that a new puppy? Yeah, he's like eight weeks old now. Did you get him before the Olympia? No, like right after. I picked him up like right after Christmas. Oh. Um, but yeah. He's, pit bull? He's is, that, is that a pit bull? He's a bully, and then mine's a, mine's a pit. Oh, man. I had a pit bull that looked just like that. Yeah, they finally had their stepbrothers moment like three days ago, and they've been like wrestling <laughs> nonstop. That's awesome, man. <laughs> so what are you doing? Are you on with us for a little while or what? No, yeah, I'm good for like an hour 15. I'm going to my office right now. I just have to make a little mini sandwich for, uh, for the podcast, you know? What sandwich is that? What are you eating? <laughs> I know. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's just like meal, meal, uh, meal 4.5 because meal 5 is happening right when I get off of this and then meal 6. Okay, wait. Okay, go <laughs> go to the office. I want to get yourself comfortable. I want to know what's going on. I'm going. All right. Um, thanks, Kyle. I gave him my address and everything. But... All right. Hey, uh, Nick, do you have 0.5 meals? Do you have meals? No, on? I don't. I don't have. Have. <laughs> so we can get there. Nick, Nick doesn't have any 0.5 meals. How come you get 0.5 meals? I feel like I should add a 0.5 meal in there. I know. Too. That's what I'm saying. So, hey, dude, I don't know. I, I need. I need Matt's discount code for Chick Fil A too. For those three Chick Fil A sandwiches are getting fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, what's your? What's your meal for? 0.5. Uh, meal four is. Eight ounces of lean meat, like fish or chicken, and then avocado and 350 grams of rice. 350 grams of rice. Hey, eh? people don't realize people don't realize how much fucking rice you probably eat. 350 grams in one meal. And then what's your you over the current diet if you want it? I don't know if you can like put it up or anything. If you want it, I can send it. No, no, it's okay. I don't I don't want to go over your diet. I just want to know why you have a 0.5. It's just a total joke. It's because I got up early and like we took my daughter to gymnastics and got Chick-fil-A before and we're going to go do dinner with my parents after, but you know, need a little food for the podcast. Gets me talking, so right? What exactly is in the 0.5? That's what I want to know. What is, what is the 0.5? And why is the sandwich cut, cut into four? Dude, ask Liv. <laughs> it's like a sandwich for ants. Yeah, but what what's in the sandwich? Turkey that- cheese and some hot sauce. Look how small. <laughs> what is that? Bite size. <laughs> Nick, do you cut your sandwiches yeah. before? No way. This is okay. This is actually interesting. So, okay, you don't cut your sandwiches <laughs> in four. I don't cut. I cut my sandwiches in two. I do two. Hunter, do you cut your sandwiches in two or four when you make them yourself? Oh, I do two. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> okay, so, okay, this is the question. When you cut them in two, do you cut diagonally? Do you cut horizontally or do you cut, cut vertically? I cut right down the middle. Yeah, yeah, but sideways or vertically? Sideways. Yeah, that's what I do. And I was called crazy for that. I cut it on an angle. You do diagonal. I do the diagonal, yeah. Yeah, that's what I did like, when I was a kid. Kid? <laughs> yeah, that seems like that seems like something you do, Nick. That the diagonal cut is definitely like up your alley. You know what I also like to do when I make my scrambled eggs in the morning? I like to put my ketchup as a smiley face on it. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're fucking around. Do you really? Tell me you're lying. I did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago? Like yesterday or like when you were a kid? Like last year. <laughs> um yeah. Hunter, you... Nick doesn't have a podcast background yet either. I'm sitting here with like my computer propped up on some boxes in my in my little spare bedroom. Need to ah, get a background all... like you have. That's all good, man. What's so uh, professional? Did you did you move recently or no? You didn't move, did you? 
I didn't move recently. I remodeled my house like at the start of Tampa prep and I'm finally to the point where my whole house is back together except for the room I'm currently sitting in. It's like all the all the extra shit. shit and whatnot. And then we have yeah. one of Liv's friends staying with us right now. So it's kind of turned into her closet too. <laughs> Isn't uh renovations are the worst, man? They're fucking we've been renovating our house for like two years. It's like yeah. one dude, it goes from one room to the next to the next to the next, and it's like dude, I finally went from like my whole house was carpet basically, except my kitchen, and then I got like the whole house tiled, and it's been so awesome. Isn't that great? No more fucking dogs. No more oh yeah, especially with the dogs. Fuck, no more vacuuming, no more bullshit. Um, I was just talking to Nick. Nick has started his prep. So we were talking about uh, ramping up at the end and what you're doing and what you're eating. So what are calories like at 17 weeks out? Nick? Which you I, I mean, I don't know exact count, but I'm still eating a lot of food. Nick's doing, uh, he picked Indy, Indy, New okay. York. So what are you doing? You're waiting till later in the year, right, Hunter? Yeah, I'm going to do something a little later in the year for sure. I have like a time frame picked out, not an actual show. Though. I want to do something like like mid-June to mid-July so I have time to hit another show if I need to and then have some time to rest and reload for the O. Yeah. yeah. I thought the smart I thought the smart thing guys used to always do is do the Arnold's or the shows around the Arnold's. That way if they qualified, they could take a long break in the middle. Normally yeah. that's right, but normally the Olympia is in September. Being in December, it kind of cut it, cut it back pretty hard and you know, at least where I'm sitting, it's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, we just need to come in a little sharper. I needed to add some serious size to some parts. So we yeah, wanted yeah. to have enough time to actually show improvement where they asked me to improve. So what did you do? What parts are you going to work on? My back. My back. Yeah. And then obviously as much as I can put on from the waist up, but, you know, specifically, specifically my back and then just waist up size in general. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? I'm still pretty bottom heavy in my opinion. How did you feel about your, uh, how'd you feel about your Olympia showing? I haven't talked to you since. I was, I, I, I was happy enough with it to walk away with my head held high, but uh, disappointed enough with it to where I have a major fire lit under my ass headed into this year. So, where, where'd you finish? Eighth or ninth? Finished eighth. Man, eighth place at the Olympia your first fucking year is pretty incredible. Like, what? where was the disappointment in that? That's what I want to know. Um, you know, the disappointment came from, obviously, the whole prep. I never really said it to anyone. But, you know, I, I was I, I, in, my, in my mind, I wanted to train for sixth place. You know, it's so, yeah. you know, as, as weird as that sounds to say, because I've never done anything but train to win before. You know, I had to, you know, kind of readjust the lens I'm looking at things through with it being my first Olympia. So, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what I trained for for 20 weeks. You know, like I made a post about it. You know, it's like. I, I set a goal. I came up short on the goal. It stings. I'm disappointed about it. But, you know, in the same breath, I can say, you know, I won my pro debut and placed eighth in the world at my yeah. first Olympia. So, you yeah, know, like yeah. I said, I walk, I'm, I'm walking away from 2020 with my head held high about it. But, man, it, I have a bad taste in my mouth about it, too. I'm not going to lie. So, so, you want, so you wanted the top six to be like you wanted to be in the top six for your first year. I did. I didn't, you know, honestly, I'll say this as respectfully as possible because he brought it to it really, really bugged me that, you know, I beat Ian at the beginning of the season. <laughs> when he to go. So we need, we need our tiebreaker for sure. So it's actually, it's okay. I think he said the same thing. He's like, it was like a thing. You guys have a rivalry, obviously like a friendly rivalry, but it's there. And that, that, that's what I love about it is it's super yeah. friendly and super respectful, but you know, yeah. it's a good one for one. And you know, the fans seem to like it. So I'm all yeah. about it for sure. Yeah. 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 Nick, are you going to join that rivalry or what? Where are you going to be? Where's your, what's your, you want to, as be far as I'm 
And I was always in the rivalry. I just had to... <laughs> and you, that just, it. you just haven't thrown your hat in the ring yet, but you're part of it. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, if you qualify for the O? This is actually an interesting thought because, you know, you Hunter, you're shooting for six or top six. Uh, Ian, where I I mean uh, Ian, Nick, I know you're I know what you've said before about winning the Olympia, but yeah. it, which is insane to me, but it's okay. You're allowed to be aggressive and and, and ambitious. If you qualify for the Olympia in, in Indy or in New York, what is your what will you be looking at at the Olympia? Like where is your realistic expectation? Top five. Yeah. You guys are fucking I was never like this. And it's not that like I don't know, man. I never thought like that. Maybe that's why I never fucking cracked well, the top I, 10. I don't think it's unrealistic, you know? I mean, Phil Heath got third at his first Olympia. Yeah, but you know Phil, Phil Heath is like a genetic marvel, right? So am I. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely no other way to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, you know, like, like, like it headed into it, you know. If your if your goals don't scare you, as corny of a saying was that it is, you need to get bigger goals. No, you're, you're, there's worse things. There's worse things than falling short on a goal you set for yourself and then headed into an off season with that that in the back of your mouth for sure. Dude, trust me, I I tell myself every day because running the business now, I've changed the way I think because now my goals with the business are huge. Right. But I had never had those goals when I was bodybuilding, and it's funny. I said this to somebody else. I literally achieved everything I thought I could achieve. You know what I mean? Like I thought I could win a small show. I thought I could qualify for Olympia. I achieved all those things. I never thought I would be top 10 at the O or anything. And I never got there. So maybe it's because I never actually let it come into my head. Yeah. So I never, never trained for it. You know what I mean? If you I'm believe definitely a huge, uh, huge, it starts in your head person for sure. You know, if you don't have a concrete, like precise, you know, dialed in with the telescope kind of goal then i mean you're just kind of pissing in the wind you got to know what you're working for for sure yeah it's I, weird i don't think guys when i was coming up you know when i was around 30 in that age like you know around 2010 and you know the evans the ben pakulskis the whatever i don't think guys thought the way you guys think it's like guys it feels to me like you now i talk to more of you guys now that i'm doing the podcast and it feels like you guys are very ambitious which is good but it's like it's also realistic too. And I wonder why that's changed. Is that Instagram? Is that things just feel more wide I'm, open? If I'm being blunt with you. I feel like you have two of the kids on the podcast right now that can actually back up what they're talking about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like Ian, Ian says it, you know, James says it. And I'm not saying well, Ian, Ian and James both fall into that category too. I'm James not a freak. And so is Ian. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I've always said there's a big difference between being confident and cocky. You know, look at sure. anyone in any sport that you can kind of say, "Oh, they're the best to ever do it." You know, there's definitely some some yeah some attitude and some self self assuredness that comes with it for sure. Yeah, where we you guys both have to add. I mean, Nick, your issue is your back too, right? You want to add more thickness to your back. I thought my back was good, but yeah, I definitely want to make it bigger. And um, what is your so, weak, or your weak points? Do you feel like your weak points are chest? More, more so my chest than yeah, anything. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, and Hunter, yours is your back. What are you going to do? Like, what is your focus this year to bring up your back? Is it more rack deads or do you have something else? In, no, something you know, else in? honestly, at this point, um, 
you know, I feel like I've talked with you about this before. At this point, I feel like it's just a time thing because I really feel like in the last year or so, we've really dialed, you know, the exercise selection and how we do things. And, you know, I don't know. I feel like I made a lot of progress in my back between Tampa and, you know, the Olympia and I was dieting the whole time. So, you know, we weren't able to really actually push some calories for at least 10 weeks this year and, yeah. you know, continue, continue to do the same thing that we've been doing. I think, uh, I think we'll get there. Uh, before that, you know, I feel like it had been a little bit of a, you know, exercise selection and whatnot. I definitely have gotten, you know, like this whole off season, I rack pulled every five days, you know, did all the thickness stuff and found stuff that worked for me. So um, I really feel like at this point, it's just kind of like a time under tension thing to bring it up. So we'll see how much time it takes, but it's, it's progressing quickly now. Let me ask you this. And I'm sure I know the answer, but I just want to ask, do you think rack pulls are very, where do you think rack pulls sit on the order of importance for back exercises? So whenever I program rack pulls into my training, which is 100% of the time, unless I'm in a recovery period or hurt for some reason, I believe, you know, obviously we're doing them for, you know, our erectors and our our, our lats. So that being said, it's obviously a huge metabolic demand. So whenever I do them, I place them at at the end of the workout uh, for two reasons. A, I'm done training after I do them. But B, I come to them after I've done all my isolation exercises and my lats are as pumped as they're going to get. And I feel like that really helps, you know, cue what I'm pulling. Like, you know, really I get my shoulders down and back and trying to pull the bar through my shins before I even start pulling. I really truly feel my lats engaged. I'm not just standing up with the weight that and then you know, the way that we do them, I feel, you know, with, with the, uh, the banded tension, you know, really overloaded at the top. Like we actually busted out a luggage scale the other day and, you know, at the top, it's at an extra 180 pounds of tension yeah, uh, yeah. from the bands. And, you know, I feel like that really allows you to get past because, you know, I pull from like right where my patella tendon starts. So, you know, you make it past the kneecap, you know, past the part where you're really gluten ham intensive and you get into that final pull and that's where the band tension really starts coming on strong. So I feel like it's a great exercise, especially the way that we've kind of gotten to the point where we're doing them, you know, just journey to the point where we've feel like we've dialed them in yeah. I love them it's not like you know because like I don't know I don't I, I I'm gonna take some flack for this one but I don't really feel like deadlifts have a place in bodybuilding yeah I, I mean know. like if you're gonna deadlift you should either be doing an RDL for your hamstrings on your yeah. hamstring day and still murdering your erectors with it or you should be pulling from your knee in a rack pull or like a block pull if you're doing them for back I feel like because another thing is, you know, like, where, where do you put like a full from the ground deadlift, you know? Well, you I, are I, you are using your posterior chain so much and you are, you know, frying stuff so much. It's hard to program in a from the floor dead unless you're really prioritizing it, in my opinion. I used to use from the floor deads for my legs more so than my back. Mm-hmm. Like I would want a second leg day kind of thing, but not, I don't know how to say it. So basically I would have my leg day. And then after back, when my back exercise back, was fully done mm-hmm. I would do deadlifts off the floor okay but then i would do hamstrings after that so it was more for quad ham glute and then i would finish off with two isolation hamstring exercises so it was more just to keep more fullness in my leg but nick where do you think i don't really see you doing a lot of rack de- rack deads do you do a lot of rack deads nick no i actually I that damn bar i want <laughs> <laughs> the half bar the half hexabar is that you're talking about yeah I, I do i mean i guess you could say i do it by using that, but I, I don't do like your standard yeah. uh, with a barbell. I never found, I always found like T-bars and barbell rows were the, the prime movements for back thickness. 
like when I got, I, when I built my back the most, it was with those movements. It was T-bars, barbell rows, maybe some dumbbell rows, but I always felt like I never got the same amount from rack deads or, or deadlifts. So I don't know, Nick, are you, how often do you do them? Rack deads? Yeah. I actually haven't done them in probably over a month. Um, but I mainly I just focus on like dumbbell rows and T-bar rows, honestly. Hunter, do you do all that stuff first? Are you doing like all the T-bar so rows? I've done the same back session every single time I've trained back now for probably the last nine months. And it's, yeah. you know, straight arms for blood and to warm up and to yeah, yeah. my lats firing and feel them. Yeah, um, yeah. From there, I go to that really braced one-arm lat pull-down. Uh, yeah. I go to a dumbbell row. From there, I go to a T-bar row. And then I finish up with that banded rack dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had barbell rows in for a long time, and I, I love doing them. But, you know, with the uh, fact that my hands are perfectly straight and not like that, it really tunes my elbows up if I keep them in week yeah. in and week out. Yeah. And, you know, to be completely truthful, I don't really feel like the joint alignment on a barbell rows good for what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put as much meat on my lower lat as possible. And I can really drill that a lot better doing, you know, like a really strict form dumbbell row or like a Meadows yeah. row or something like that, where I can get the joint really aligned and really pull my hip. Yeah. I find myself, you know, pulling more elbows out, no matter how much I try to keep them tucked and, you know, being more of like an upper back and lower back loading exercise than a lower yeah. lat exercise for me, which is my priority. Yeah. You guys are both pretty lean still, even after your, uh, <laughs> look who it is look are, who it is you guys are uh, eight o'clock it's fucking 805 he's really late. late motherfucker 20 minutes fucking late 20 minutes or, or five it's minutes he's about to claim bro. he didn't know it was at 7 o'clock did you not no, check bro, you not, you not, i didn't get a text do you know what that got one you don't check your WhatsApp, do you? My WhatsApp for some reason doesn't give me notification unless I go into it physically. All right, but you what? got the message just to get notified. You're full of shit. Okay, I swear so to God, I didn't see it. Guy, go to go your look. Go to your I'm settings. I'm not saying I didn't get it. I'm go. saying I physically didn't see it. Look. I know. I'm saying go to your settings and turn on notifications on WhatsApp so that when I text you, you get it. I see it. Okay, now I got it. I didn't. I mean, <laughs> where do I go? Now, now, now I got it. Go now to I see uh, it. No, settings. Where? Go to settings and go to notifications. I can't believe we're right. doing this. Oh, so this is uh, you know what? No, my 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 group my group notifications isn't on. That's what the problem is. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. We figured it out. Okay, so my my notifications were on, but my group ones were off. So that's why. I'm sorry, everybody. We're good to go now. Man's can fucking attack me now. Anyway, listen. I want to ask these two because Nick and and Hunter both are still extremely lean post show. You guys both are just fucking weird. You don't get cravings. You don't like. Hunter is a fucking slob. The kid walked into my hotel room in Dallas, said he brought me fucking a half dozen cookies from this cookie place. He smashed the entire fucking box, <laughs> left, and then I literally put the box in the garbage. There was crumbs left. He fucking calls me because I was coming by. He goes, hey, bro, can you bring the cookies over? I took a picture. I go, what fucking cookies? He goes, there's cookies in there. There was three crumbs. I go, so wait, you came to my fucking hotel to bring me cookies as like a, hey, what's up? Like, nice seeing you. You ate them all in front of me, left, and you want me to fucking bring them back to you, the crumbs that you left in my hey, fucking hotel? With any consolation, I kept the box and cut off the beautiful note you wrote me. <laughs> what did you write him, guy? I want to know. What was the note? Basically, yeah. it was word for word what he just said with a lot more expletives put into ah, it. Ah, okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> So you brought him cookies for what reason? Just because? Yeah, just because. 
He's a nice guy. We're hanging oh, out. That's the nice thing. Yeah, where we're getting hungry together. Is this at the Olympia or where was this? That was last week in Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. Ah, I got to go to Dallas. I got. I've got to get that treatment. I want to fuck. Yeah, I want to get down there. Crumble, crumble cookies, man. Yeah, get what treatment? Get, the plug. get what treatment? Who had the? Here's a gift. I'm reading it and taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what what would treatment do you want? It, it was the thought that counts. He brought it's you. It's not cookies. my fault you didn't help me eat them. Did you? Did he offer you, and you just didn't eat them, or did he? I was too amazed watching him engulf himself in cookies. Well, that's your own cookies. fault. You got to dive in. You can't just sit there yeah, and watch. Cookie man. What's that, Nick? You should have just grabbed the cookie. Yeah, it's your fault. Nick, you, from now on, you can't talk with your hands. You got to fucking tie him, put him down, because I keep staring at your head to hand ratio. It's fucking up my whole thought process. Hunter. <laughs> Hunter, don't you think that's crazy? Look at the size of Nick's head compared to his hands. <laughs> I'll never get old, Fuad, ever. i never get old to me. Every week we go through this shit. <laughs> Guy, what's going on with you this week? Anything good? Uh, not, man. Just um, trying to eat a little more. Came back from Dallas. I was light as shit. I was about to say, are you back in, uh, back in the Northeast? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, was looking at real estate, though, in Texas. So um, that was... Might, might be uh, my next move in the next you know i i love texas i've been down there like four or five times and every time i'm down there i'm like i could fucking live here you should y'all should all move to houston I, I talked to ben about it man i'm actually Dude. dead serious i don't know about houston though houston's hot as fuck in the summer dallas <laughs> is hot as fuck in the summer too is it the same dallas is the same amount of heat in the summer but it's balls cold in the winter compared to houston yeah, I, really? like, I like dallas i like to change the seasons but I like Houston was like 120 degrees with humidity when I went there. I couldn't believe it. Like I, I walked, I walked out of the airport and all the taxi cabs were running like with the air conditioning still running and everything. Cause it was so hot. Oh yeah. So I don't know if I can live with that shit. You Actually 20 degrees with humidity. Yeah. It was like nah, hot as fuck. What? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's way um, too. Actually, before we move on to questions, I want to ask uh, Hunter. The Escalade. Should I trade my truck for an Escalade? There we go with the car shit. Well, he fucking, listen, guy, listen Hunter had the same truck I have. But had Hunter a bigger... likes trucks. He's not going to tell you to get an Escalade over his He truck. just bought an Escalade. He just bought a new Escalade. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Which truck? You rode you in it, didn't you? Wait. I gave you a fucking ride in it. No, you didn't. I, I took you home to your hotel in it. Yes, I did. When did you drive me to your fucking back to the hotel? I saw you for a half a day. After Mike's dinner. Mike's dinner. Yeah, when you left this podcast and went to the Mike's dinner. Wait, no, where were we? Hunter, you're high, bro. No. <laughs> he probably is high. <laughs> no, I didn't take you somewhere. I took you somewhere in the truck last time. Thank you. Out. That was fucking the last time I was in Texas. Yeah, all the hey, trips well, were blending together. The point, <laughs> the point is he bought a fucking Escalade. I'm shot. So you traded the truck that you drove me in? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think was before Hunter answers? What do you think is better, guy, the truck or the Escalade? His truck that he had? Yeah, or an Escalade. I I, I like my trucks, bro. I would never get an yeah. SUV truck, ever. right? Ever, never. I don't care if I mean, like, if it's like a Lambo fucking SUV, I'd be like, eh. But, <laughs> but I do know what Hunter, I do know what Hunter's saying because the truck is like <laughs> the truck looks badass as fuck, but the Escalade's like, man, the new ones are nice. There's yeah, but like to me, an Escalade, like you got to have like fucking kids and shit. Like it's a big fucking. That's not like a uh, tiny SUV. 
So what? I had a Yukon. I didn't have Dude, no I got case. I got the third row of seats folded and I got like both my gym bags back there, a Rubbermaid container with all my extra shit and protein. Yep. It's great. That's it's what like I had. Right? I got a T-bar row like in the back, some cable crossovers, a leg extension. and some <laughs> I mean, you never know, right? You never no, know. Man, I was the same. I had a Yukon. I had the Denali. I had the back it's seat. It's like having the bed of a truck, but it's covered in air conditioned. That's Maybe because right. I'm a midget. It's too big for me. Are you going to lift it? That's the yeah no i might go get a set of wheels for it though i've been looking at some are you gonna drop it no i'll probably just leave it leave just it, gonna leave the, it new ones are, the new ones are completely on air ride like when you put it in park it airs down like four inches uh, five inches like it like, that's actually, like my rebel does that yeah so you're getting so what are you gonna do get 24s for it i'm gonna go look at a pair a set of 26s tomorrow 26 so, <laughs> yeah 26 <laughs> so whatever whatever nice ride you have is fucking gonna be gone We'll I'm still gonna get a 30530 on it, so we'll have a little sidewall. That's gonna be nice. That's gonna be nice. I don't know. Maybe in a year. Maybe I'll I'll ride out my truck for a little That's while. That's what too. I did with the truck, man. I got such a good deal on it. I bought it and drove it for four months and came out a couple thousand ahead and yeah. got me Yeah. Nick, what do you drive? It was crazy here for a while. The bottom kind of fell out of it, but they yeah. were going crazy for a while. Nick, I never asked you. What do you drive? Challenger. Do you really? Yeah. Like a, it's like a. It's so funny, guy. Because uh, <laughs> he said, "What do you drive?" Is that a fucking train? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I didn't expect that. Is it is it an SRT, a Trackhawk, or just a regular? Like it's an SRT. It's an SRT. Nice, guy. Have you taken your BMW out at all? Um, not in like a couple weeks. I don't see you. Do you guys see guy in a BMW? I don't see that, eh? Nah, dude. No, it's weird. So I buy yep. a fucking for my first expensive car, and my fucking close friends say, "I don't really see you driving that piece of shit." No, I didn't say piece of shit. I actually congratulated you. I thought it was really nice. You're just not a BMW guy. I bought wow. BMW in 2011. What yeah. kind of BMW is it? I got the two, uh, 2021 uh, M440i. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. I can see you in that actually. I got it. Oh, I got that. I. People make fun, like my, my brother makes fun of me when I say, I don't know why, but that's what they called it. They called it like the Superman package because it's like this like Superman blue and it's got like these like darker red interior and then the calipers on the outside were blue, but I swapped them out for red because I didn't like the blue on blue, like the blue and red. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just, it, I don't know. I never bought like a real sporty car. So it was my first one. Hmm. Anyway. anyway, okay. Let's get to some questions. Hey, did you guys see the Rate Your Physique video we did or no? Yeah. Take a look at that. Nick, you did? I thought it was good. You think it's yeah, good? You think we should keep doing them? I'm yeah. gonna next time you put it up, I'm gonna I'm gonna put me under there. I want to hear Sergio and Ian right. <laughs> it's not always gonna be Sergio and Ian. Oh. I think I think the next one's gonna be Branch and uh, somebody else. Branch, um oh, branch and me. Maybe you, you I'll, get branch, I'll get branch rolling. We were did I send you a picture of the hot? Oh, that's picked up YouTube, man. What's that? What's that, Hunter? Get food I cooked kicked off YouTube. Yeah, for sure. These two fucking guys. Uh, well, Ian, Ian's got me fucking more drama than anybody. Ian, for, like a week ago, Ian shit on Kai Green for like twenty minutes. Oh, oh, he just said he's—I don't know. He just—you have to go watch it. He just—he's he over. He doesn't think he's that good a bodybuilder, apparently. In 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 terms of Mr. Olympias. Um, and then last week he went off about Reagan, and I was like, Jesus, it's just like he's hard. He's hard on people, man. It's you like, what's that? You hate me too. No, we didn't. You didn't get into it, but I'm sure if we if we brought you up, they would probably tear you apart. 
Thank but, you. Uh, <laughs> they tear everybody apart. It's not, it's not just you. It would have been yeah. like, like they're like, oh, let's do you now. I'm like, I don't think I want to do this, man. Let's just not. I'd rather just tear myself apart. Yeah. And just everybody agree. Yeah, so exactly. Smack the shit out of anybody. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you, you, um, you went to, you went hunting with Branch. How was that? Yeah. Stuck a hog. Um, Friday night. It was 28 degrees. It was cold as shit. We were right on the four wheelers. Uh, we were doing with the bay dogs and the catch dogs where they like, you know, they go after the hog. Yeah. Most intense thing I've ever done. Close thing you're gonna come to murdering somebody because you, 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 it's stuck pig. You stick it with a. a so you just knife. have it. You just have a knife. That's it. No gun. You run right? up on it like like. Uh, it's actually pretty fucking cool the way they do it. They have like GPS trackers on the dogs and they they watch this um, thing and it's almost like a little iPad and it tells you where all the dogs are and then the dogs bay which they keep they find a pig and they go around it. Then yeah. you start hearing barking and then the catch dogs usually like a bully or a pit. And then he lets the, the bully go. And then you just you turn your headlights on and you just start fucking running through. Uh, we were running through a field and we got the, the video I posted. I was all covered in blood and scratched up. We ran through a big briar patch for like 20 yards. Yeah. It was just all fucking pricker bushes. And we're running through and you got to get there as fast as you can because, you know, the longer it takes for you to get to the hog, the more yeah. chance the dogs can get fucked up if it's like a boar with tusk. With the fucking yeah, yeah. Shit. So we're running and all you hear is like six grown men fucking just go, ah, ah, and we're fucking, we all came out, cut up, bloody. And then uh, the one guy had the hog's legs. Branch went to go, uh, the, the hog was stuck under this piece of driftwood. He pulled the piece of driftwood out and the hog came like trying to bite him. It was like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. and he fucking jumped out of the way, put it down and he goes, God, stick this motherfucker. That's a good branch, actually. Uh, yeah. That's a good branch. I can do, I can do a lot of a lot of guys very well. He does, he does branch and he does J too. He does a good J. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's your can... podcast? <laughs> who else can you do? J branch? Who else? Anybody? Uh, I do. I, I impersonate everybody. Okay. Well, we'll Aceto, we'll... fucking Palumbo. Aceto, Aceto is like Cutler. They're the same. The same. Yeah, impression. yeah, but but, but, but he did, when 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 Chris talks, he kind of like uh, but you know when Fuad um. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He totally does that too. It's fucking great. <laughs> It's always the hands on the glasses or the chin or something. Too. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. so you went and stabbed a fucking hog. It was very, it was, it was very fucking intense. And the funny thing is I did it without even thinking. Cause I was brought up hunting and fishing and butchering. And uh, the guys were like, damn man. They were like, you didn't even fucking hesitate. They're like, we bring a lot of people out here that like pull the knife and they fucking, cause you yeah. gotta, it, it's pretty gory. You gotta like, you got to stick the hog and you got to drive the knife down and then you got to like go back and forth and branch is like, you'll know when you stuck it. Right. Cause like, when you pull that knife out, he's like the blood will just, and I did exactly what he said. I pulled the knife out and I, my boots, I got brought $220 snake boots covered in blood within seconds. Wow. We were, I was covered, but it was the, it was most, it was the most intense thing I've ever seen. Like right behind its front leg. Yeah. You go right, like right behind its front leg and you, you stab. I've done it. I was going to ask you. I, I figured you have. I can imagine. I can imagine the adrenaline alone would make you just act though, instead of hesitating. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like if, if a branch yelled at me to do that, I would just be like, okay, fine. I like, fucking literally, I, I, as soon as he said, he was like, stop, just motherfucker. I literally ripped, ripped it out. And yes, just sir. yes, sir. I'm on it. Yeah. I was like, he went from like, he, he got in like his, his, his gym mode for a second. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, crazy branch. And then we, we, we stuck the hog and he was really happy for me because we've been talking about doing this for years. And he's like, do you like it? I go, bro, I said, I'll do this over bodybuilding any day. And he's like, 
And I go, what? He goes, he goes, I got no more hunting partners. He's like, now nah, I'm going to get you asked to move here. <laughs> you guys, I guys, I got, you guys got to take me out on one of those fucking things. That would be. Dude, you need to come down here and we'll line it up. We'll go shoot hogs out of a helicopter. Dude, if you, line that up, if you find that up, I'm down. Like, bro, Branch knows a guy and I have a guy. You let us know a week. Never could be a pop, bro. And you're like up there for what, like an hour and a half? Yeah. yeah. How much How much is it? 750 pop, I'll, pop, I'll do that. I'll do that Big all day. Odds, bro. Dude, last time I went, I went second. So my buddy and his dad went first. And they went for an hour and they shot like 35 hogs. Yeah. And then me and my buddy went up for the second hour and we shot like 28. That's awesome. Yeah. Just so as everybody know, like everybody's probably like, you guys are killing hogs. Yeah. They pillage the land. They destroy it. They go after livestock. They fucking destroy the crops. Like they are fucking very bad. They're a nuisance. And like, that's why the hunting season so, is 24-7, yeah. 365. Feral hogs in Texas, they're so overpopulated. All of the farmers will literally pay you to come hunt the land and kill them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Guy said, they root the land up to the point where cows will break their legs in the rootings. They'll destroy crop fields. They carry a bunch of diseases that they can pass on to livestock. They're just, they're nasty. You don't eat, you don't eat them either. I gotta be completely honest with you. You can't eat them. I was just oh, well, they donate them to the church. I know. Yeah. And they give the meat to like the, the poor and stuff like that. You know, Brian Dobson does that stuff, but yeah, I, I would, I don't eat that stuff. I was just going to ask, is anybody like, so people are eating that stuff, but Hunter, like Hunter, you're not taking it home to eat. Dude, no. it's, yeah. Like I, I don't even want to know what they do to it to make that shit taste edible because it's so gamey and gross. Is it? Yeah. And when Hunter says it roots the land, the only way I can describe it is like picture like asteroids, just like little asteroids hitting a land. Yeah. And that's yeah. literally what the fucking land is. There's just huge divots in like all over the place for fucking miles. So how often is Branch doing this shit? I imagine him doing it like every weekend. Branch said he used to go like like every couple of days. Like he said he was so yeah. addicted to it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a lot of Nick, would you ever do something like that? Yeah, it sounds like fun. <laughs> you lied, Nick, you're like a legit serial killer. Look at your face. Nick, seriously, would you go hunting and kill hogs? Yeah, I think it sounds like fun. Would I you do it? Range of Texas trip. Would you do it out of a helicopter or would you do it like Guy did it, like on a four-wheeler? I'd do both. Which I'll submit you? a third option. One of my really good friends guides night vision hog hunts, so you do it with nods and infrared lasers. It's about we as close gonna... as you get to Call of Duty. That was that was the option. We uh, Branch actually had his thermal with him, so we were, I, we got to his house. I was looking through his scope, and it's crazy. Oh, it's nuts! Yeah, that's so fucking intense. You can literally I, with the with the night vision goggles and infrared. So that's different than thermal with the nods and the infrared laser. If you stay up wind from them, you can literally stalk them to like within like ten or fifteen yards and just shoot them in the face. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's so fucking See that so fucking straight. You could just walk up to him and shoot him right in the face. Hunter's fucking ruthless. I didn't know I didn't I didn't know this side of you. All right. Um, all right, you want you guys want to do some questions or what? Whatever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> idiot. If you had to if you had to move around one of these ways for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Crawling, handstand, or forward rolling? If you had to pick one? If you had to pick one. What is it? Crawling, forward rolling? What was the other one? Handstand. I, crawling. Oh, crawling. And. <laughs> Yo, your shoulders would be shot within an hour. Yeah. You'd Nick, you're going you're to pick handstand out of all those? <laughs> those Hunter, what are you thinking? I mean... If you had to... <laughs> 
Are we still bodybuilding? Because I feel like if I walked around everywhere on my hands, I'd have some pretty gnarly shoulders after a while. That's, That's what true. I'm saying. That's Body's true. Be- <laughs> what? That's he true. They put the handstand because his fucking hand size like a 12 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have no problem, eh? Like, just- I got this. <laughs> I would take crawling. I mean, it's the fucking easiest, right? <sighs> All right. Uh, worst post show binge story. Let's skip that. Tips, tips on must dos for a new pro going into an off season. Is there any must? Is there any difference between pro and amateur on must dos? No, I think it's all the same. Right? There's no difference. No, the only difference but, is the, the, the caliber of the show. I mean, yeah. must, must dos. Stick to your fucking diet. Train your ass off. Those are must dos. Pretty much. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people think there's a difference between pro and amateur. Like. We're bigger. We compete, just, compete at a higher level, but the mechanism of gaining muscle and getting big is the exact same for everybody. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a different level of, of competition. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe the, there's a difference between natural and enhanced, but I mean. It's like college and NFL, or yeah, it's like it's still the same game, just a different level. Yeah. yeah I, I find that. Using guys' example, you can kind of like maybe say it like this. Like, they're asking, like, what the difference is. Yeah, there might be a difference if you played at some like D three school and then you're going and you got drafted and you're going to an NFL team. But you know, if you were, you know, you played at like the Alabama, at Alabama or something, and you've been bodybuilding at an Alabama level as an amateur, nothing's going to change when you go to the NFL. Yeah, I guess I guess what I mean is the mechanisms of muscle growth are going to be the same whether you're starting or whether you're at our level. In fact, they're probably easier when you're starting. I mean, probably all of us gained the most amount of muscle in our first two years. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of our gains came at the very beginning. And then you kind of have to find new ways to get bigger as you get, as you keep growing, you have to find new ways to keep growing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any change things, but I get these questions all the time. Like, what do you guys do when you're hungry? The same thing you fucking do when you're hungry. We, we suffer. We're, we just get hungry. No, but if you're dieting and you get hungry, what do you do, Nick? Oh, you you suck it up. That's right. So there's no difference. Doesn't matter. Like we ain't no bitches around here. <laughs> uh, thoughts on testosterone creams? You guys ever try that shit? Waste of fucking testosterone creams. You never heard of testosterone creams, Nick? What do I do? Rub it on my bicep and it grows? Yes. Fuck out of here. No, serious. No. It's like a chia pet. Like you know, you water a chia pet and it grows. Same shit. You just rub it on your tricep. Are you serious? Yeah. Bro, you never heard of that topical like, fucking yeah, like, topical cream for everything. You know, it's like for old men who need their TRT and you get like 50 megs like covering yourself in <laughs> Nick, we're fu- I'm fucking with you. Yeah, you should rub some on your fucking scalp in the shower. Maybe your head can grow to fit your body. <laughs> Nick, it's no, it's like uh it's like what Hunter said. You just you get like 50 milligrams out of a, a serving and you fucking rub it on your body and you get you get the testosterone out of it. What's it called? Transdermal? Is that what it's called? Yeah, transdermal. It's the same yeah. shit as like people putting like ibuprofen and like veterinary yeah. and shit and putting it in other joints. That's yeah. You know what my doctor gave me once? Did you ever see? It was uh, it was almost like it wasn't a cream. It was almost like an ointment, but you, you stuck it up your nose. How much testosterone did you get out of it? Like 10 it milligrams? Like, he told me to try it before the gym. He's like, just do it before the gym. And he said, you'll probably get like 50 migs. So like a suspension almost. Yeah, I didn't feel shit. And it was fucking disgusting. Probably because you're a junkie and 50 milligrams is not enough for you. I'm a junkie. Yeah, like 50 milligrams is a low dose for you. You probably need more. 
Kisty does. I did less than that pre contest. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it possible to get huge on a vegetarian diet? Uh, nah. Yeah, yeah, no. Why? Somebody want to explain to him why? You to have the amount of fucking food you have to eat to get protein to build muscle is like absurd. Veggies and, isn't. And, and I'm not bashing vegetarians or vegans, but like, do you ever read the back of some of the stuff? That it's like like those burgers and shit, like all the stuff that's in them. They got like eighty grams of fat per patty. It's like the. Ugh. I don't know how you would eat it all without like ingesting all the fiber and carbs and everything and being full from it. Like, how full would you be with the amount of fiber and shit that's in that? You get enough protein, and I know people say you can use like plant based shakes and stuff, but still, I mean, it's it's not the best protein sources at yeah. all. Yeah. Okay. If you had to fight one person from the Open Olympia, who would it be and why? I asked this on the other podcast. I want to know you guys think. Dexter. Hunter would fight Ian. I, I love uh, <laughs> Okay, so Hunter's going to fight Ian. Nick is going to fight. Who, who are you going to fight, Nick? I want to fight Big Ramy. <laughs> okay. Why? Because why? if you take him out, then you can win? Yep, I'm going right for the top. Going right for the top. All right. What do you think, guy? Who I who? <laughs> Uh, I picked Regan because I think Regan's like a sweet kid and he probably can't, he probably doesn't yeah. fight. So, like, I could probably like take him out pretty easy just because he's a nice guy. Um, I would say Flex. He's not in the open. Well, he was supposed to do the open, but he didn't. You have to pick somebody who was there. You can't pick Flex. He's your friend. You're just trying to get out of it easily. I'd be like Dexter. He's got like brittle bones. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, brittle bones. The oldest guy. <laughs> Dexter, fucking, I love you. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I just want to get done quick. I know Dex is going to be now. He's going to turn to do it. Dex is going to be like, I'll fight guy now. <laughs> Dexter debates more than anybody. Uh, what's your favorite competition you've ever done? Does it have to? Doesn't have to be a win. Could mean something special, like when James won at the Luke show. What's your favorite show you've ever done, Hunter? Man. Um... It's got to be the Olympia, no? Yeah, yeah, the Olympia was really cool. The Tampa prep was really cool too. It being the debut and winning it, and it being in, you know, Tampa and the people I had there with me and stuff. But the Olympia prep was the coolest one. For sometimes, sure. sometimes the people that you have with you make it, eh? Like some of my, some of yeah. my fondest. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of starting to get known for it, but it's like this would not be very fun to do without the people that I have around me. You know? It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's very, I don't know, it's monotonous to do by yourself. It's not yeah. that fun to do by yourself. And, you know, it's like doing it with the crew that I have between the people I actually train with. And then like the video and like photo guys I have around me, like it's, it's fun, man. Like, yeah. Like, last year we were just kind of going city to city shooting content and training and seeing yeah. everyone. It was awesome. Dude, I know what you mean. Cause I had probably the most fun of my career up till I was about 35. Because yeah. I had like one crew of guys I was training up until about 30 and then a, a different crew from 30 to 35. And it's just, it, when it's fun, you actually like train harder. Yeah. You mm -hmm. just have, you have yeah. a better, you have a better time doing it. Genuinely care about and they hold you accountable and you do the same in return and awesome things happen for sure. Do you think sometimes the people you bring with you to the show can actually make the show better even if the show is not that great? They can make it better or worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, in this sense, like one of my fondest memories is an Arnold from like 2012, I think, when my whole family came and then we all went out to dinner after and had a nice dinner. I didn't place that well. I think I did took like 10th at that show or some shit, but 
it was just I still the the memory of afterwards being with my family and everything made made that show memorable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yours. How did the Olympia feel with no audience, or was there an audience? How many was it full or like did they keep it like? It was full, full. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the biggest part of the Olympia for me was like the crowd. How did, did how did you feel about that? Man, I'm one of those guys that if I'm being completely honest with you, I never really stop making eye contact with the judging panel. Yeah, I do that too, but you can feel the audience, no? You can't really see the crowd that much. I will say, you know, it probably wasn't one of my favorite it was one of my favorite parts about the Olympia for sure, but you know, my, my parents and my daughter were sitting in the second row. Uh, right to the right of the judges, like if I'm looking at them. So, you know, it's like I was like sitting there, you know, like going like this with my daughter on stage and stuff. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You see them, but that and then during the pose down, I actually went over there and she ran up to the stage and I like wanted to tap her hand. She held onto my finger so hard. I, I almost, pulled her up, almost pulled her up on the yeah. stage. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Nick, what, uh, Nick, what's yours, buddy? Uh, probably North Americans. Why? Because you want to? Not even just because I won, just my whole family was there to see Your it. parents come on stage, too? That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, my parents got to come on stage. Um, my girlfriend was on stage. My brother was on stage. Matt was on stage. So for me, that was just a memorable moment, especially for my parents, because they've been with me since my whole entire bodybuilding career started. So, like, that meant as much to them as it did for me. So Hey, you know what I was thinking? Your parents are, like, your, your biggest fans. Do they watch this show? Yeah, my mom loves it. Does she know? So she's seen like your three rules for dating. Yeah, my mom goes. So I actually was just talking to her before this podcast, and she goes, "Wait a minute, wait, butthole talking." <laughs> Hunter, do you know? Do you no, know? I got to hear the three rules. I was about to ask him. That's was, before um, you said. Before you Christ. tell 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 his three your three rules. Well, I only remember my own. Oh, I actually forget my three rules. That's fucked up. It was like the girl butthole anal. The girl had to let you do she's anal. Oh, she's got to let me do anal. And she's got to give head, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it was those three. And so, then you literally dropped all three, and we added in cooking. Those three didn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a fucking absolute, just complete. Okay, thing. so back to my question. Your mom is cool. Like, she watches it, and it's funny to her. Dude, my mom is awesome. She loves it. Your mom must feel bad for your girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that your mom said no butthole talk. That's fucking my great. dad's like, I was like, just say rim job. It sounds more professional. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about trucks. <laughs> I think rim job sounds dirtier. It's fucking gross. That's my dude. It doesn't sound that much cleaner. Go, Papa Walker. I think rim job sounds dirtier, don't you? Um, I think it's about the same. Let me get my butthole lick. Let me get a rim job. I don't know. I think get like... my I think get my butthole lick sounds dirty, but not gross. This conversation think... just went to seventy seven percent gay within thirty seconds. It's not gay. Okay, guy. wait. We have Hunter here to to break the tie. So, guy thinks that me and Nick are gay because we like a little tickle. I I. What was what you said? Speak up. You didn't... <laughs> I didn't hear what you said, Hunter. I, th- I don't think a, I don't think a little tickle's crossing the line. I think that's fair play. <laughs> See? See, no, guy, you're, hold on. guy, you're a little worried Nick about yourself. Said, Nick, not Hunter. Don't let him fucking sabotage this. <laughs> Nick said, "I like my butthole lick." I think of lick like that's not a little fucking tickle. She's licking my butthole. She's not slurping my butthole. That was a slurp. <laughs> What's a lick? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm slurping and oodles and noodles. <laughs> What did you just do? Get my butt out of your mouth. 
<laughs> listen, I, listen, my asshole's an exit. I don't need anything coming near. That's just my. All right, all right. We don't have to get back into the discussion. I just want to know what Hunter thought. Thanks, Hunter. I thought Matt, you were I thought you'd be anti butthole, no, but guy, you're you're he's, more. He's a little more adventurous, guy. I think guys. Oh, little, Hunter, I think, really? I just. I think guys <laughs> just. <laughs> you know what I was going to say too that I can't say out here. <laughs> say it. I want to know what you're going to say. Oh no, no 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 no! After the podcast is over, I'll tell, I'll tell you. Oh, this is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, guy, what's your favorite show? You've done a million, so what's your favorite show? What is it? What? It... Well, you've been competing for like twelve years. I just, yours probably got more to pick from than them, those two. Um, honestly, two thousand, and it was crazy. They actually, we there were so many people in the show. They cut the posing room down, posing routine down to sixty seconds, and I was only on stage for sixty seconds, and it was probably. The, it was 2014. I took second <laughs> bullshit to um, Aaron Clark in New York, but my routine was one minute long, and it was the fucking crowd went. It's on YouTube. I watched it all. The fucking crowd went fucking crazy, and I'll never. It was the like I remember posing, and I could. I had no hair, and I could feel the hair like on my fucking body. My it felt like I had uh, like nine Goosebump, goosebumps. Yeah, but it, they hurt because you're all shaved. Yeah. And I felt like my body like was like ripping apart, but the crap, it was the fucking craziest. It was, you, what song did you post to? Um, it was a re remade song by uh Jeff, the guy's name is Jeff Goot, and it was the Hallelujah song. Okay, that's, that's a good. cool song. That's yeah, a good song. um, do you think so? You think you should have beat Aaron? Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I won Dallas the week before, and then I came to New York and I wanted to win, I took second. And there, Aaron qualified for the Olympia, and I got so pissed off that I took second. I went to Toronto, and that's the show where they drilled us at the end. There was like yeah. 30 guys. It was me, Doug Dell, and I won that one. But, yeah, I, definitely, I think I should. If you watch it, I think it was clear as day I should have won. But. I think I want to watch it now. Maybe I'll watch it after. Um, how should you set up your bulking diet as a busy, low-budget college student? I can tell you what I did. What'd I wrote an article on bodybuilding.com that you can eat like 5,000 calories a day and it'd actually be clean for under a hundred bucks a week. What about the busy part though? Blending oatmeal and whey protein doesn't, doesn't take long to drink. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. So blending shakes. So, oh, so whey, oats and peanut butter. That's what I used to do. Is that like, yeah. what you guys do? Yeah. cream or rice and egg whites. That's four meals right there. If you do two of each, you blend cream or rice and egg whites. I do I, I do egg whites and oatmeal for my first and last meals every day. Then I do whey protein and cream of rice for pre-training and post-training. Blended. I don't blend the cream of rice, but you can put more water in it, blend it, and drink it. I've done it when I've been in a hurry before. I've never tried to drink cream of rice. That yeah. is the cream of rice with the whey protein, like in like a magic bullet or something with some ice, and it almost gets like frosty thick. That's pretty good too. Huh. Okay, so we're saying what's our advice then? Blend shakes. And well, I had a, um, I mean, I was very busy in college. I worked, played football. I took a uh, full course of credits. Um, I used to always go to the um, food hall and I used to always go to the store and have extra Tupperware and I would fill up Tupperware in the food hall and take food back with me and throw in my fridge. And then I worked at GNC. So I would either do like bars in between meals or I would do, it was Nitro Tech, um, peanut butter, oatmeal, or uh, Nitro Tech, peanut butter and bananas. That's okay. literally how I got through college. What's the cheapest? What's the cheapest food? I would go ground beef. No, ground beef and white rice. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, if you can stomach it, the cheapest 
tuna is like fucking costs nothing, but it's like, why are you shaking your head, Hunter? Poisoning in a, in a can if you uh, yeah <laughs> if you eat enough of it yeah. Mm-hmm. So ground beef, and you know what I found? Uh, dark meat chickens cheap too. Yeah, thigh meat. Yeah, yeah. like you do thighs or drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, should the O move yearly to other major cities, London, Tokyo, Paris, Rome, Dubai, etc.? Yes. The global fan Absolutely. base and reach would be surely positive. What do you guys think? Yeah. Absolutely. Easy. Yeah. I travel all over the, uh, the place. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite things about hearing my dad tell stories about bodybuilding is, you know, talking about, you know, the Olympia that he did in Helsinki, Finland, Gothenburg, Sweden, you know, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Orlando, South Africa. Like, they did them everywhere. It's crazy. It is. Kind of, yeah. You know, you know what I find cool about that? I feel like fans in Europe are more emphatic when there's a bodybuilding show because they don't have it there all the time. Right. So it's like they get really fucking pumped up for it. So imagine the Olympia being in Germany or something. It would be crazy. I feel like we need to do a better job of making it seem like a worldwide sport, too. And, you know, obviously, Rami winning the O is a huge, huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Until this year, you know, it was like most of the top 10 was out of the U.S. All the big shows are in the U.S. You know, I I like the fact that, you know, we have a a guy from outside of the U.S. that won. And I like the fact that, you know, they're talking about moving them. And I think it's good for bodybuilding for us to have to go see them, too. You know, they've been coming to us for so long. And that's what I want to do with bodybuilding. You see the world for free, too. So have you guys have you guys been overseas to like Dubai or anywhere else over there? No. Nick, you haven't. Uh, Where have you been, Hunter? Um, I did Australia for almost two weeks with Sergio. I did, uh, India for 10 days with Pat Moore. How was India? Dude, it was, uh, it was really good and really bad at the same time, if that makes sense. It, uh, it was really cool meeting people that were, you know, that excited to see you. It was very humbling seeing how just happy people were there with so little. And then, you know, the opposite end of that, you know, it was, really hard going everywhere for 10 days, you know, yeah. seeing kids everywhere that, you know, we're not eating enough, you know, seeing yeah. people, you know, are wanting and not you wanting can't give them anything a lot more than they have. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And you Guy, can't tell you not to give them anything. Cause they'll get, they'll, they'll like kill. The kid. Yeah, for sure. Guy, have you been, have you been to India? Uh, dude, I travel, me and Jay talk about it all the time. I think besides Jay, Kai, maybe one or two other, I probably travel more than anybody. I've been, yeah, I travel. <laughs> Okay, it's not a competition. You can just say I've been, saying, I've been. Yeah, I travel. Yeah, I've been all over the place. Like, <laughs> hey, Nick, you hear guy? He's like, uh, listen, I travel the most out of everybody. You. Oh, Dick, I'm saying there's not a lot of places I haven't been. <laughs> okay, so how many times did you go to India and for how long? Uh, three different times. Uh, one was a tour with BSN, two different times for competition. The reason I'm stuck on India is I've heard good and bad things. India is has the craziest fan base. The, the, the people there go absolutely ballistic for fucking bodybuilding. It's the craziest thing because you don't. It's like how many jacked Indians you really see. It's like, ah, you're only, but there they fucking go crazy. You go in the resort where your hotel is. It's the most gorgeous thing you've ever seen. And you like can go from your resort, literally down a path into a street and look like you're in a different fucking time zone, like dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Like just kids on the street, like knocking on your door, going like this because they're hungry. They want to eat no shoes, like covered in dirt. Like literally people walking on the street and they just stop, pull their pants down, shit, pull their pants up, keep walking. Wow. Like, yeah, it's 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 really you know if you go to India, you'll uh, you'll get a different sense of life when you come back. That's I don't think I'll I don't think I'll go. I've heard two. I won't name any pros, but two guys I know. One guy said 
I'll never go there again because his anxiety was so bad. He couldn't, he couldn't, because people were grabbing at him so much. They don't understand personal space. Like the guys will walk down the street holding hands. Yeah, but that's normal there. I understand the holding. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They don't understand personal space. Yeah, that's just cultural there. That's a thing. But, but I mean, he was talking about being grabbed at for like photos or they grab his biceps or like, I can't, I can't handle that kind of shit. That, that to me is the ultimate. Like David Henry almost sent somebody through the fucking wall after uh, after the show in 2012. Yeah, yeah. They were taking pictures of me, him, and Jose, and the guy kept like groping him. And yeah. Fucking grabbed his hand and like twisted. He goes, "Yo, bro, I said stop fucking touching me." I was yeah. Like, yeah, that's just too much for me. And then the other person said it was just too dirty. It was so dirty that he just couldn't. He couldn't handle it. So I'm like, I don't. That's kind of one place I don't have any aspirations to go to, but I do want to go to Australia. That's one place I've been invited to a couple times that I've never been to. Gorgeous. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nick, have you been invited to anywhere, any places yet, or are you still pretty fresh? Still pretty fresh. Are you going to do the Arnold Australia? That'd be a good way to get there. Uh, I would like to. Eventually. You'll love it, Nick. And that show's awesome. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's one regret I have. He, he invited me to come out a couple of years and I didn't go because the flight from here is like 22 or 23 hours. 24 from New Jersey. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. I can't sit on a plane for 23 hours, man. That's just. Not as bad as you think, actually. Really? No. Especially if you're in, if you <clears throat> if you're in first class, like you get on the plane, you eat, you fall asleep. If, if you, I take the night the night one, you fall asleep. Yeah. You wake up. <clears throat> By the time you wake up, the flight's almost halfway over. If you if you fly first class, I wouldn't. Oh, I'm fly, saying that's why yeah. I said if if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but if, if you're, you're gonna fly a flight that long, I don't recommend not flying first class. Yeah, but a lot of people can't afford to pay the extra three thousand dollars or whatever it's gonna be to fly first yeah. class. Well, I'm right. saying I'm sure if you went, you'd be in first yeah. class. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay four thousand dollars for a flight. I just wouldn't go. <laughs> I'm not saying like um okay. Would you rather have a dog that has to go on eight long walks a day or have a dog that only needs one long walk? but it walks on its two hind legs and you're on all fours with the leash on your neck, getting walked by the dog. I don't, I don't know who the fuck thinks of this shit. I'm going to go with option a me too, just cause I can understand it. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I don't even know why I read that. Ain't no dog walking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to get all my calories in as a kid. I got to dip out. What's that? I got like two or three more minutes and I got to dip out. Okay, we'll do one more with Hunter before he goes. If you could only have one more workout in your lifetime, what body part would you train, Hunter? My back. So it could be one step closer and not being pitiful. <laughs> okay, if it wasn't for trying to make it better, is that your favorite body part? Uh, the train? I think my favorite training day right now is either back or push for sure. Yeah. I think, what about you, guy? Push your legs. Push or legs? I think not. Nah, fuck, I would do legs. I fucking just go. I would squat until I fucking died. <laughs> what about you, yeah. Nick? I'll do legs too. I'd do legs too. Yeah, that's the last one. Um, Hunter, you got to fly or what? Yeah, man, I got to go dinner with my parents. Um, Where now that I know these are normally two hour long things, let's do another one soon. I'd love to be on for the whole thing. Yeah, we'll do another one whenever you want, man. You're welcome. Whatever. I'm pretty pretty chill for a while. Hunter, tell Pops I said what's up. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, me too. He doesn't know who I am, but just tell him I said hi anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. Man, dude. Appreciate you having me on. Okay, brother. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk soon. Right, I'll see you later. Later, brother. Bye, bye.
okay, what are we doing here? He's Everybody. gone. He's gone now. It's us three. I feel like we Fucking lost. The, this is the trio. This is what the, this is what people want. Back to the trio. <laughs> we got to get like bro chat t-shirts or something. I'm I'm working on some. Stuff. Oh yes, I'm working on some stuff. I got trademarks being being done right now by the Nick, lawyer Nick, me, me and you got to talk about this because you know we're on this all the time so we got to fucking work uh, ahem, ahem. i already like i said i got a lawyer uh. working on some shit <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody can take my shit um no but i actually have thought about that <laughs> and i have thought it, the guys who are on regularly I, i'm gonna have a we'll have a we'll have a discussion and figure it out but i want to start doing some people like have been asking people, what's that your beard you like my beard yeah it's like medium length not long not short. yeah I, I i cut it down a bit anyway listen so people people have been asking for shirts and stuff uh for bodybuilding bollocks since way back yeah yeah and i didn't want to do anything because you know luke had just passed and i didn't want to disrespect and people think like oh he's making money off luke and blah yeah, blah yeah. blah so i didn't yeah. want to do anything but it's been some time now and the cast is different and you know the show has kind of moved on and this show is on now and yeah so i have a uh, lawyer working on some trademarks once those are done i'm gonna work on some clothing and we'll all fucking sit around and figure out what's what i'm excited that's fun yeah uh okay back to uh, that was probably a discussion we should have had like off air but i might as well just let everybody know how it's going on so yeah. ready for the cold drop <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, if you could train with any group of current pros, who would it be and what gym? A group, though? Like, that's a group? I got to pick a group. I don't group. know a group that trains together. Uh, I like training over at Pure Muscle with Dorian and the guys. I go over there sometimes. Dorian, Antoine. Um, I haven't trained with them in a while. I've been there to train, but I haven't trained with them in a while. But they have good training sessions. I'd like to train with Hunter in the group, too. Those guys look like they train like fucking I animals. Say, I was going to say, I'd pick like Branch Warren's group. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. That's well, I was thinking Hunter. I was thinking Hunter because Ben says he goes down there quite a bit to train with Hunter, and he says how crazy it is. So I'm like, yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, I, I would smash it up in Metroplex, or I'd go to Venice with Charles and you know a couple of those guys over there. Who trains at Venice? That would be one someone you'd want to train with. Now nobody, but before there, there's a lot it's, of guys. It's, it's not really right. It's not open. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even before, like, it got, like, died down a little bit. Yeah. Um, Not what it used to be. Yeah, the Branch and Branch and Johnny crew would be fun. I, I think that would... a million. There's nothing like training with Branch and Johnny. Nothing. Yeah. They're maniacs. Um, Akeem versus James. What's your opinion? Akeem's a big motherfucker, bro. I'm going James. Are we are we talking are we talking right this minute today? Or are we talking next time they meet? Have they ever met yet? No. It's a very, they're very similar. That. What's that? I would like to see how that looks next to each other. I think he's more aesthetically pleasing, and his condition is very good. Akeem's just got the like the holy fuck, he's huge. The problem is, I feel like James has better has a better back, but Akeem probably has better arms. I think their legs are a wash. They're even in the leg department. How about back? I think James has a back. Akeem has a like a, his. He's got like high lats and yeah. has 
but his back's thick, but James is thick and, and he's got a, a lot of good detail in his back. Well, that's the thing about Akeem is not only that he has a high lats, his detail and conditioning in the back is lacking. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like James would have him from the back because I think their lower bodies. What about are... Akeem at the Olympia because he looked pretty damn good. I, I, listen, before we say, before we say anything, before we say anything, I think Akeem looks awesome. So I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. And I don't yeah. necessarily, I'm not saying for sure James could beat him. I'm just saying if we start picking apart their physiques, I think James has him from the back, but Akeem has better arms and maybe shoulders. I don't know. You got, I, I would think pose for pose, not body part. It'd probably make it easier. Well, if we're going pose for pose, I think James right, would win. I think James would win the back shots. I think Akeem would win more of the front. I don't know. I Possibly. think the flat spread might go to fucking James, though. The front double. Maybe the front, front double. double. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Front double is a game. I don't think James has perfected his posing from the front. That's the only thing hurting him at this time. Yeah. I think it might be a keem now, but I'm I'm saying like the next time they meet, because I have a feeling James is going to make crazy improvements last year. Improved a lot over the years. So that's what I'm saying. Like another year with Patrick, and I'm like, who the fuck is going to show up, right? Yeah, yeah. So well, if we're going by now, I'd probably pick a keem. I still think it'd be close, but I think it might be a keem. Who would you give the Adventist eye pose to? Akeem's got a good waist. I think yeah, I would, yeah. so does James, though. But I feel like Akeem's got high lats, but that gives him kind of a frame from the front. Yeah. It might give I him agree. that like X frame. I agree. I yeah, don't know. It, it'll, it'll help from the front, hurt him from the back. I'd have to bring up both their photos. Should we do that? You can. It's probably the only really fair way to do it. All right. Let's bring up James first. I don't think I can do a side by side. But we'll do one and then the other. James is a freak, man. He is a freak. So let's try. Okay, this is back shot. So like I said, I think from the back. It's hard to see black and white. It's a black and white. Sorry. This is front, front shot's fucking good too, though. <laughs> Look at that. Dude, like, I think from the front, it looks great. Yeah, he does. That's why he said abs and die. I would have given it to him. I don't know. That's what I say. That's why I want to. Well, it's muscular. I'd probably give the James. That's why I want to bring up the photos because it's hard to remember what somebody looks like, right? Like this. Like, look at this. That's retarded. Like wild. Okay, one second here. Let's go. Look at that picture right there. We're just standing. One second. Let's see, Akeem. Look at this. That's fucking nutty too. Like it's. Yeah. Let's see. There's a side chest. James has a really nice side chest, too. I think I'll give that pose to James. Let's see what James' side chest looks like. Okay, so we got some bu bunch of most musculars. Did he pose one? Yeah, I'm sure there's one. So here's a side tricep. Mm. Let's see if I can find a side chest. I know he probably posted one because I know he likes that pose. There's a front lat. Wait, go go to that one in the middle. There's just multiple of the front lats, but there's a, there maybe might be there. Look at the fucking conditioning. He looks crazy. Ew. That's his side I, I think he looks crap. I would give that to him. I think that looks nutty. Yeah, I give it to. Wait him. a minute. Look at this. Yeah, but you're 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 going on. Hold on, on stage with tan and a fucking filter. That's filtered beyond belief. Okay, come on, just just. 
One second. <laughs> look, look at his fucking leg. Yeah, but you just can't see that here because he's white as fucking a baby's ass in winter. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying James isn't better. I'm saying just give it a real look. I am, but you're showing me a picture that's covered in filters and tan. Okay, the let me guy see. It's white. This one. This is not filtered. No. I think I think James has that grainy fucking muscle. Yeah, I, I like I that know. graininess. I know. That I know. This is an amazing shot, though. You got to say he's got a front so fucking lootly. I yeah, think yeah. he's an amazing great... bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me see here. Back. To, I think the back shots are James's for sure. Yeah. That shot right there in the middle is wild. This one. This one? Yep. Yeah, but then if you look at James's uh most muscular. I give the, I give that pose to James. I mean, look. So look at that. I picked James. So y'all come I'm here. not saying I don't pick James. I'm not saying we're just having a discussion, <laughs> right? Because that's the whole point of the podcast. So I just everybody just says yes, James, then we just move on. But I don't think it's that simple. I mean, this is fucking crazy too. It is crazy. Yeah, but you gotta have if you're gonna do that, you gotta have show pick and show pick. It's hard to compare white and tan on stage. Like, why are you? Why are you making my job so difficult? Why are you doing that? It's called. <laughs> why can't? Why can't you just play along and pretend that it's close enough? Why? why we you, need show picks. Why are you such a baby? Like they have to be exact. Because you want to be fucking fair. I'm just okay, trying. Here. To be fair. There. there you go. Can you see that? No. You can't see that. So this shot right in these picks, I would give this to Akeem. Different, different angle, right? That's yeah. what you're going to say next. But it's not the same angle. No, I just... How about I, that one? How about that shot? one? Which one? This one? Yeah. There. There you go. There. I give it to Akeem, actually. Go back. Back. Akeem's got so much detail in his chest. Yeah. James has better arms. I thought Akeem had better arms. I actually... James has better triceps. Akeem's got to get a better biceps, I think. Go back. I'm going to give it to Akeem. Yeah, I give the shot to Akeem. It's also a weird angle. <laughs> it's honestly, look, this is the truth. It's really hard to fucking tell until they're standing next to each other. Yeah. That's how, honestly, that's how close I think they are. Like until these two. Oh, no, I agree. Are standing beside each other. I don't think any of us can make a proper decision. No. Because they're very, very similar in physique. Like they're not. Here, there we go. Some just both dry, both not both in the gym, not like. I like James. Got has a like Dorian look when he. James has a graininess to his skin that's yeah, really, really like, attractive. He's yeah. got that like branch worn grit to him. Yeah, and Akeem is very conditioned, but he has so much muscle that it almost blurs things a little bit. And it hangs on him weird because it's so much muscle. I don't know if that makes sense to everybody listening, but it does. Oh, to everybody listening. Um. Yeah, I don't know, you know, but from the back, I think James has it. Like, this is a great back double. A lot of detail. Yeah, this is a great back lats. I think this this is only going to get better for him, too. I agree. He he literally reminds me of Branch Warren. Like, everything about his physique reminds me of Branch. He's the he's the Branch 2.0. He's the fucking UK Branch. <laughs> it's the UK Branch. Okay. Oh. Yeah, no, they're my final assessment of them is. I don't think anybody's really going to know until they stand next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
because they're very, very similar physiques. It's close. Sure. Uh, which Mr. Olympia would be the best coach? Jay Cutler. Yeah. Dorian Yates. Uh, do, uh, yeah. Dorian Yates. I was, I, I was going to jump, but Dorian kept like all his log books. And it was very detailed. And so I'm um, oh. very meticulous. Oh, Ali Haney was also very smart. Uh, I think Jay's too nice. Yeah, bro. Um, I, I would go with uh, Dorian. I think Dorian would be the one that would be like, fuck you, do what you're supposed to do. Don't fuck around. Not, I think we'd get more results than Jay because Jay would be Dorian like... Dorian was definitely like a little narcissistic with like he's writing everything down and or neurotic. Then we have Dexter, we have Phil, we have Brandon, Sean, Rami, Lee Haney, Rich Gaspar. Oh, no, Rich Gaspar never won. Never won. Um, I don't know. I think Dorian. Oh, still picking Jay. <laughs> that's, not, that's not surprising. <laughs> biggest regret in life and biggest regret in the gym, training or nutrition or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a serious one, Nick. Which one's your? What's your biggest regret in life? Dig deep in the soul. I don't. Yeah, you? that's going right to the fucking heart of your shit. Um, you, can start, you can start with training if, if it's hard to think of life at the first as the first one. The biggest mistake in training? Biggest regret in training. Something regret? you take back. I wouldn't say it was a regret, but um, actually, I don't think anyone know this, but when I was like five weeks out from USA's in 2019, I uh, tore my hamstring doing heavy RDLs. That's your biggest regret? Like, what, you have gone lighter? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, like, I wish I probably had never done that. Yeah. That's not a bad regret. That's like it's something very, very minimal what's your biggest regret in life is you have one i would have to careful be, be careful because whatever you share there's a bunch of trolls out there they're going to fucking use it against you oh i know i know so um guy you want to go first yeah let guy go first i gotta think about which part of the question do the training first do the training one first oh man Honestly, my biggest regret was that I didn't change up my training style when my injury started to occur years ago. I tried to. Oh, you mean you wish like me? Fuck a fucking <laughs> bag <laughs> of fucking dicks, bro. You mean you wish me and Nick became your friends sooner so we could have told you how to train and you would have met John? I hate this fucking podcast. <laughs> Just give us I credit. Wish I, would have fucking, I wish I would have changed. I wish I, wish I wasn't so stubborn with, with my yeah. method of training biggest regret in life and i am this is i've had this conversation i don't have regrets in life because to me everything good or bad that happened i learned a lesson from in some way shape or form and i wouldn't be where i am if all that good and bad shit didn't happen. i agree with that too 100 percent. your life experiences make you who you are but ah. there's got to be one thing you're like eh, i kind of wish that was different i mean I, okay oh I regret fucking screwing up my pro debut and not listening to like what I thought fucking I should do. Like what? What do you mean? I was working with Neil and it was just like, he just did something totally out of the ordinary that I never done. And I just, I looked for my, cause you know, you only get, you only get one first chance at things. And that was my first chance as, as a pro to prove myself. And I, I looked awful. That's your biggest awful. regret in life. In life or bodybuilding? 
No, it, it says, <laughs> what's your biggest regret oh, in you life? Jim, and then you said, <laughs> no, it says training. It says your biggest regret in life and your biggest regret in the gym. Um, in life. I would probably... You want me to go? Yeah. I think my biggest regret in training is... I kind of feel like I should have stayed with Hani for a little while longer. Really? I left Hani after like two years and I feel like I should have stuck around for, cause it was a couple years there between, I mean, it wasn't bad. Cause then I met Dennis James and Dennis was a good coach too. But I think there was like 2012 and 2013 where I was kind of bouncing around. I would have, yeah. I would have, I would have liked to have stayed with Hani for the next couple of years and see what could have happened to my physique. Cause yeah. I think, I think bouncing around a little bit kind of fucked my shit up. Um, biggest regret in life, probably not finishing university. Yeah. I only finished, I only did two years at university and then I started bodybuilding. I was like, fuck this shit. I want to bodybuild. So I left school and I went to, I just became a bodybuilder. That was my thing. Uh, that has to be, it's not like a serious regret. I'm not like, oh man, I should have like not beat myself up about it. But if I could change one thing in the course of my life, I probably would have finished school. That would be the only thing. But it's not yeah. like it's not like the end of the world. It's just something that is kind of there. Yeah. I hey, guess anything? You guys got anything by now or no? Nothing. Um, I, think, I think my biggest regret was when um, I was molested. I let it basically control my life as a child, and I didn't speak up about it for years. Wait and I wish I about it sooner. That's really big, dude. You just like just said it like that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it, or is that not? We're not gonna. Like, are we gonna? I mean, no. I've I've talked about it before. It's you know, I. What do you want to know? <laughs> I, I I don't. I don't even know if like we should talk about that on the podcast. No, I crazy. wasn't expecting that. Came out of the fucking left. Yeah, right. that came. That was like way more. Do you want me to edit that out? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's a regret for sure. I'm not sure what to say now. How do we move forward? Guy, I feel like have... my regret is I can't even say regret now because my regret's not really close enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like not as bad. You're like my just... regret is fucking horrible. You just feel stupid like, now. My, I like in my head, I was like, oh, my regret's pretty bad. Then you spoke, and I was like, what's your regret? I should have. Um, in college, you have to do if you're going for education, you have to take what's called a praxis test. Yeah, and I, you know, I was one of the first. I was the first male in my family to ever go to college. I didn't know anything. I just knew what I wanted to do. And um, I never took the practice test because I was never told. So I had, I had to drop the educational part of my major and just be a straight history major. And then I went into finance doing mortgages and I never took the practice test until um, that whole company got shut down. And then when I went to take the practice test, it's a social study. So you had to know like government, political science, like um, psychology, like it just went on. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, six, seven years later, like I didn't remember half that shit. So I took it three times and I never passed it. So why my biggest regret was like really never, I wanted to, to teach and obviously bodybuilding um, took its place, but uh, I, I would have always liked to have my actual teaching certificate. Cause I mean, I could always go sub. I mean, I was, I was teaching in school districts as a sub, um, but I never passed the praxis to able to actually have my education degree. 
because I just yeah. stopped once bodybuilding came and, you know, I had a great, the job I got right out of college, I was making double a teacher salary. So I was like, I'm not going to fucking teach. So this. wait a minute. Do you have your degree or not? I have my history degree. Yeah. yeah. But, when you, but usually it's history education. Yeah. 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 I know, but you. I got my history degree because I wanted to teach, but you I had to take the test. I can still right now go take the test and pass and, and have my teaching degree, which maybe yeah. one day I'll do, you know, but right now I, I, I didn't, I don't have it. I don't yeah. have my, you you'll do that after you're done competing. No, because I can't teach kids how I didn't learn. I didn't learn on a computer. I learned yeah, yeah. and pen and paper. I don't, I didn't learn this way. So for me to teach kids the way I wasn't taught is very hard. Yeah. Yeah. You were right at the beginning of this. It sucks compared to Nick's. Thanks. Just <laughs> <laughs> Um, thoughts on little injuries. Do you quit training body part completely or do you work around it with exercises that don't directly affect it? I always, work around it. I always work around it. What kind of work around though? Are you, are you staying away from it completely or are you like just not doing anything that hurts? If it hurts. Don't it hurt. Wait a minute. One person at a time. Guy, go ahead. You answer first. If it hurts, don't do it. Okay. But and Nick, yeah. you feel the same way. Yeah. But if, if uh do you think this do you think you could be affecting the healing if it doesn't hurt but you still are training around the area i mean i'm sure because you're still working the muscle it might heal slower than what it should um but as long as you're not doing anything that could cause it to get worse i don't i think you'll be fine yeah okay so we're all in for training around I just sometimes wonder if we should be explaining what train around means because like, okay, for like example, I'll, I'll use chest. If, you know, an incline dumbbell press doesn't hurt, do it. But if an incline fly hurts, don't do it. Well, I'll give you an example. I tweaked my tricep a couple months ago. I just avoided chest altogether. Cause there's yeah. not really, there's not really any way to work around your tricep during chest unless you do a bunch of cable flies. Yeah. Right? So it's like, but even though there wasn't pain, I was like, I'm going to affect, I just like, I'm going to affect the healing. I'm going to affect it getting better. If I go in there and fuck around, even with like 40 pound dumbbells, it's still going to be yeah, slowing down recovery. So I feel like the proper advice is not just to worry about pain. If you're going to, if you're going to have, if you have an injury of any sort, you should avoid that spot altogether. What happens if you get a little injury when you're prepping for a show? Would you still avoid it completely? That's a different story. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> yeah, but a lot of these people that are aren't, I mean, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm competing for a living and it's my salary, then yeah, I'm gonna work through the through their injury. But like, I don't know. I tore my quad before the Arnold's in 2017. I remember that. I didn't do any quads, man, for three weeks or four weeks before the show. Wow. I did like. How did your legs look? Like shit. Wow. But I couldn't. I, I like. I have. I, I have. I had a tear. I couldn't do anything with it. So sometimes it's not even your choice. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's tough. It's like, I think bodybuilders are a little stubborn. Like we want to work through stuff, but we want to kind of show people of like we're kind of superhuman sometimes, and we can get through this and that. Well, it's not even that. Sometimes for me, I just I get bored staying at home. I'm like, I don't want to fucking stay at home. I want to go to the gym. Yeah. So then you end up working around an injury and you're, you're affecting it just because you're too bored to stay at home. 
I worked but, around some injuries and actually like found some things I liked and that helped me and I actually got grew from, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah. Sometimes when you sometimes, you know, there's one exercise. Uh when I tweaked my tricep, I was trying to do rear delts. When you do like a rear delt on a pec deck, when you do this, it actually pulls on your tricep. I don't know if everybody knows that. <clears throat> so so instead of using a handle, I would dig my elbow into the into the arm. And pull. And I would do it this way. And I actually feel it more. I'm like, that's isolating way more than if I use my hand. Because it takes a forearm right out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it take, takes a tricep right out of it. Now it's all just rear delt. Yep. So, yeah, there's ways you can – sometimes you find things. You're like, wait, wait a minute. That feels actually better. Yep. And I can use it even when I'm healthy. Yeah. So – uh, all right, we'll do a couple more. So he's a short one. What time do we start? Seven. We started at seven forty-five, but guy came on at eight oh five. Just saying, the guy was a little late. Shut up. Um, <laughs> spend one year in space or one year under the ocean. I'm going to space, baby. I want to jump around on the moon. Yeah. I'm in for that. Me too. I, yeah. go, I go to a place where less people have been, so I have, like, cooler shit to talk about. Yeah. Um, Fuad Abiyad, what are your goals for this year, bodybuilding, business, and personal? Well, I'll ask all three of us. Um, Nick, you start. What are your goals? Bodybuilding first. When uh, the end? Mr. Olympia. Qualify for the Miss Olympia. That's your goal right now for bodybuilding. Yeah. Okay. What about business? Any business endeavors? Um, I want to grow my clothing brand a lot more. Okay. What about personal? You want to marry the girl you're with? Really? <laughs> I just know she's listening. I'm like, if you want to propose yeah, at this she, time, quite often. <laughs> if you'd like to propose to her, you you can now. Everyone was waiting for your proposal. Uh, yeah what's your personal goals for this year any (laughs) um personal Mm. not really nothing you don't want to buy a new car you want to buy a house you want to marry your girlfriend you want to nothing oh well if that's considered yeah i would like to buy, buy a house yeah yeah that's personal okay yeah uh guy Bodybuilding goal, bodybuilding goals for this year. First show, first qualify. I mean, that for the, that's my goal. First. What's show your first show? What's your first show? Whatever I decide to, it is. Oh, you haven't decided yet. But just because it's the the uh, schedule. schedule still a little loose. Like they're gonna they add to it. So. What about business? Um, I got a couple of things happening business wise that I can't say, but I got a couple. Um, Give things. us a hint. Huh? Give us I'm, a hint. I'm I'm starting a few things that you know. New, uh, new. Other than clothing, I'm I'm starting to do some things within the industry that I, I can't I can't say it. Are you starting a podcast? I already I have my podcast. I have gonna... been doing other weird podcasts called Bro Chat every week. <laughs> so all the stuff I bought for my podcast, I'm just going to bill you. You can't say I'm starting a podcast and never do one. Or I, saying... I literally I did it a couple times and then uh, quarantine happened, so I just kind of fell off and then. Um, during quarantine, you asked me to, to do yours, and I Quarant- back up. Okay, first of all, you asked me to do mine. What? 
Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm, well, I reached out instead of you. First of all, I was doing it. You know, I'm I joking, did. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know, I reached I, out. I know, I know, I know. Second of all, quarantine's the best time to do podcast. That's what people Absolutely. are sitting at home. I know, but I was by my. I, I didn't know how to do any of the Zoom shit. I my stuff was like I can't. I have a guy come over when I do it, and he like runs all the mics and chicks. I'm not doing any of that stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. What's your personal? Any personal? Since you can't tell us your business. I said, I said I'm starting. Uh, I'm gonna be starting. Uh, yeah, but you didn't say anything. It doesn't tell me anything. You're like I'm starting some shit. <laughs> he wants like all the fucking. He wants me like the first one to know everything, so he can like sabotage oh, everything. Does. So I can start my own before you. That's why. I, like once guy tells me, I'm gonna go start my own. No, I'm just interested. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, um, like things. Uh... New clothing brand. No, along the lines of, of supplements. Let's just say that. Along Holy the Holy shit. Guy's coming out with his own line of supplements. I didn't say that. You said that. Um, Holy fuck. Personal. Is it going to be like a side note for Blackstone? Like a piece? Like Blackstone? I didn't say you're right. Guy Sister Nino, Blackstone edition. No. No? Uh-huh. <laughs> you totally uh, gave it. You totally gave it. You're the worst liar ever. You're Okay. Wait. Till, okay. Um, personal? Ah, man, I don't know. You want to get married? Yeah, I've I wanted to be married and kids for a long, long fucking time. Like, I, that was, that was like, a, that's almost, I don't want to say it's a goal, but like, it's something I just want and don't have. Do you think it sucks when you're 40 and you're single because it's way harder to meet people? It's just, you know, it's like starting, it's like the, the starting over again at this age is like fucking. Boring. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, you know, when you're like 25, you're like more malleable. You're yeah. like, you're like, you'll like mold around like whatever girl you meet and try and like fit her what she wants. Yeah. When you're this age, you're, you're this age, it's hard to fucking change an old dog and teach him. Yeah. Like like when you're, when you're, yeah. Like when you're 40, you're like, I know what I like to do. I know when I like to do it. I don't want to answer to anybody. Like I can't imagine like starting now. It's hard. One of my biggest fucking issues with like, where like my house is like, I've been here by myself. So like I've had relationships where like they're good. And then as soon as they reach a point where like it could go to that level, I get like, Oh, you sabotage them. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I get freaked out because I start thinking like, fuck, it's my house. Like I'm, they're going to move into my house and like, Oh, I've been I start, there. I, I, and I can't, I don't know. Fucking. It's like the weirdest fucking thing. It's you know happened the, twice to me. You know, the easiest way to get around that. Tell them. House. No, tell, no, tell them. Oh uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm serious. That's what I did. Yeah. Cause I'm like, cause I had a condo and, um, my wife kind of moved in before we got married and I was like, I'm giving up my condo. It's just a condo. It's not a house, but still it's yeah. yours. It's your shit, you know? Yeah. And I told her, I was like, look, you know, this is hard for me. Like you're going to have to like, give me some time to adjust. Cause this is like my shit. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It, it was easier talking it, talking it, like talking about it. You know what I mean? But then I think like, well, if I want to have a family and kids, like I can't, you know what it is? It's like, I like, I'm, I'm a little over OCD. So I'm constantly cleaning and this and that. So it's like, I'm constantly, like, if somebody comes into my house, like I'm like right behind them, picking them up, like picking things up after them, like duster. So it's like, I got to get over, like things aren't always going to be perfect. Do you think it's the, because you haven't met the right girl? I, no, like, I, just think I'm neuro- I just think I'm neurotic. Like I'm just over. The no, top. but I mean, like maybe if you meet the right girl, you'll be like, yeah, you can have half my shit. No, I, no, I just, I, I don't think it's, I think it's me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, well, I met the, the, the right girl, and I, I it's happened. <laughs> it's under, it's understandable. I mean, because you're you're 38, so it's like you work your life. Yeah, you know, I, you, I, when you put your whole when you put your whole life into bodybuilding, and it, you know, bodybuilding, it's not easy to make money in bodybuilding. You kind of work hard at it. Yeah, and then you finally get stuff, and you get a house, and you get all this shit. You feel sorted out, and then someone comes and along, and, you're, comes in and it's like, uh, yeah. they're like, oh, okay, here's half. Yeah, it's like, you know, like I was married once and I was lucky enough that like, you know, we got divorced and it was amicable and like we stayed friends and like, you know, I she didn't come after anything and it was like, wasn't like that, but I got lucky. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and it, like how many people are going to want to sign a prenup? Like, you know what I, you know what I think, would, yeah. you know what I think would work now that we're talking about it? You got to meet a girl that has the same amount of shit that you have. Well, that's what they say. You should, you know, it's like if you meet somebody that's equal partnership, then you both have the same amount to lose and same amount to gain. That's right. Because if you meet a girl that has a house, has a couple cars, whatever, whatever, then you don't feel like you're giving up anything. You're both giving up something. Yeah. Problem is, there's not a lot of, there's a, I like for my age, yeah. I don't really date girls in 38. I usually date younger because girls that are 38 or 39, they usually have like kids or like, they got some like you know, or or baggage or something. I mean, like, no, nah, I'm not saying I don't. I'm not fucking no walk in the park. Man. Baggage, baggage is one thing, but are kids that bad? No, but I was in a relationship with a girl that had a kid, and we broke up, and it really fucked me up. And I will not do that oh, again. Oh, because you got I, attached. I to, really, you got really attached really to the kid. I had a really bad experience with the oh, girl I and the kid. That. I went to myself never again. Never. I can see that. I never even thought of that. I because I always thought to myself like, especially if they're young too, like. You know, if you meet somebody who's 30 something years old, like chances are the kid's not going to be super old unless yeah. they just got knocked up super young. Yeah. You know, I thought to, I never even thought of that aspect of it because I always thought to myself before I met my wife, I was like, you know, if I met a girl with a kid, I wouldn't like, it wouldn't be a problem. I'd be like, you know, it's cool. Well, I had this, kid. but I, I never thought of the fact that if you broke up, she's taking a kid with her and you're fucked because you just developed feelings for that kid and the kid's gone too. I'll give you a cliff notes. Met a girl 2016, 17, uh, 16. Um, she lived in Massachusetts. After talking to her for a while, drove up to see her for a weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, was home on Sunday. Got there Thursday night, Friday, met her father. Now she was, um, she, had a, she had twins. One of them passed away after three weeks because of some complications. The, uh, the guy, the father to the kid, no job alcoholic like no money no car yeah, yeah yeah the net we uh the friday night her and me and her family go out to eat come back home with you know with her daughter and uh she's in the shower her phone rings i said uh yeah your mom's calling you i give her the phone the fucking father to her kid got hammered took his stepfather's car was driving drunk oh, died. No. In a tree, died that the day after i met her right yeah. I was packing my shit to leave. I was like, this is fucking crazy. I can't stay here. Yeah. And I begged me to stay and I stayed. And I knew if I stayed, I, what I was in for. And lo and behold, a couple months later, you know, the daughter with the girl was only two. She didn't even fucking remember her dad. So guess who's daddy now? So for over a year, it's, you know, daddy, the guy, daddy, daddy. The, and when you break up and it's like, you lose that, but then you lose that too. And it's like, not easy. It's twice as bad. Yeah. It's fucking brutal. I was in a really fucking dark place for a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I never even thought of that. I would. I'll never do that. Again. I told myself I will never ever do. That. I can't. I never. So never if you meet a girl, if you meet a girl tomorrow and she's perfect, you won't. You're like no. Nope. Because I know if it doesn't work, how bad it is. Yeah. I mean, the kid's older enough to where he knows. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. it's a younger kid, 
No, I want nothing to do with it. See, I, I feel like I feel like I would have a harder time if I met a woman with an older kid. Well, a younger kid gets very attached. To no, something. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, if I was in a relationship and it was good, and I didn't, and, and everything was good, I would rather have a kid that was younger because I think it, he would gain a little bit more respect than when they're older. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if 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 it's right now. Like, I'd just rather the kid be old and, like, he could tell me to go fuck off and I'd be, whatever, I'm banging your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I'm banging I your prefer, mom. I prefer, I prefer younger than me. Like, late 20s, early 30s. How old are you, 38? So, 10 years younger. Yeah. Max. But yeah, I don't go, yeah, that's, that's like, like, 28, 29, that's like, yeah. Yeah, I would have a hard time if I was in your shoes dating anything under 25. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, even weird. actually, to be honest with you, probably under thirty, I would be like, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, to be, That's why I said like we're that cusp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, my um, my goals for the year bodybuilding wise is to possibly do another show, but probably not. Hon- honestly, my bodybuilding goals are just to be able to. At this point, I'm literally at the point where I'm like, I just want to train and be healthy. And if I, if I can get to a show, then I get to a show, but I just want to be able to train. You know, it sucks. Even if I never compete again, I just want to be able to train. Yeah. I don't want to be at the point where the doctor's like, look, you probably got to avoid training hard and bulk. Cause if your kidneys get too bad, training really, really hard can actually be bad for your kidneys. Yeah. So I just want to keep my trajectory going. Oh, you know what I just found out? What? Apparently they have a new stem cell uh, treatment for kidneys. Really? Well, because I know, you know how you're like, there's a thing called FSG and it's when your kidneys get scarred. Yeah. I don't have that, but I do have some scarring on my kidneys. So my doctor, who's very like new age, just actually told me last week, it's not in Canada. I have to, I'd have to fly to like, I don't know, it's Columbia or Panama or something where they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, they have a treatment now for specifically for your kidneys. Hmm. And I'm like, fuck man, if I could go down there. And it actually worked and my kidneys were a hundred percent good again. Really? Then I, then I could come back here and go on a massive cycle and get fucking huge <laughs> and start all over again. And it's, and, win. and then win. And then when they, my, my kidneys got fucked up again, I would just go back down and get more stuff. And the never Asian. <laughs> he'll be when he, when he fucking dies, he'll be like fucking yeah. Tumani Coleman's yeah. with perfect kidneys. <laughs> okay. For those... died, he's got his heart of a hundred year old, but his kidneys are great. For people that are watching, I'm just fucking joking. If I go down to get stem cells, I'm not going to go crazy. I just, <clears throat> I think it's really cool that medicine adv- has advanced to the f- place where this is like actually could be a possibility. Yeah. Because if you talk to a doctor even a year ago or five years ago, or even some doctors now, they're like, your kidneys are fucked. They're fucked forever. That's it. Yeah. Pretty much. So, all right. Anyway. Um, so yeah, bodybuilding, that business. Uh, I said this on a previous podcast. I want to be able to keep up with Seth and Jay because they're like the guys I look to. Um, so I'd like to, I'd like the business to keep going in that direction. And uh, personal, I think I want to adopt a kid. Yeah. Huh? I think, really? I have, yeah, I thought I, I'm, it's a long fucking process. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen like this year or I don't know how long it takes, but um, I think I'm going to look into like private adoption. My wife probably doesn't want me to say this because I've been saying this for like three years, so it might never happen, but I've been thinking about it more and more lately. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're like in a good place now and I'm not, bo- I'm not really competitive bodybuilding as much. So yeah. I have, I have more time and the business is doing really, really well. So we're financially pretty stable and 
we both work from home and I just don't see like, it's kind of like the next step. Like, what are you going to do in your life? Just keep buying stuff. So yeah. I, you guys can't have kids. I didn't know that. Well, no, we, okay. About, I didn't know. You don't have to tell me. I just didn't know. No, no, I just, uh, we're both like, we're both 42. Yeah. So about five years ago, there probably could have been a chance where we both could have had kids. Yeah. But the doctor was like, we're going to have to do this and do that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, there's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. And there's not enough, there's not enough like of a good possibility of it happening. Yeah. So we just kind of turned that thought off. We're like, you know what? We got a lot going on. I'm competing. We got the business, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like a few years later and we're like, okay, maybe now. A little one running around. Yeah. Cause I'm like, and I get to pick them perfect. Like too, I could be like, who's his dad? Who's the mom? I want like a Mr. Olympia. Like somebody's gonna be jacked. <laughs> <laughs> I want a kid. I mean, can I have the uh, blood panel of whoever the father yeah. is? <laughs> no, I don't know. You know what? It's like I said, it's all talk, but it's in my head more and more. So who knows? We'll see. That'll be exciting though. I feel like it's weird when people shit on like people who adopt. I'm like, there's a lot of kids out there that don't have fucking parents. Absolutely. I'm like, I think it's a great thing. I never shit on. I just thought I didn't know if I would, if I would ever do it, but I would never shit on that. I think that's awesome. Well, I'll tell you the truth. Growing up, I never thought I would, but you know, if life hands you the cards, your health, your life deals you the cards you're dealt, right? And you work with what you got. Yeah. Um, anyway, that got a little little deeper than I expected, but anyway. Um, Podcast got deep quick today. Yeah, everybody's just uh, sharing a little too much. I think we're getting a little, we're getting a little, t- what's that guy? I might say, I might start crying. Well, we're getting a little too com- comfortable. I think we should ease up a bit if I can pull back. Oh, man, we're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the fifty thousand people are listening. Are well, actually, they are friends. They're all leave pretty cool comments. So anyway, um, yeah. if somebody leaves a, a dickhead comment for anything that was said today for like serious stuff, then they should just fucking oh, they will. Scratch. Trust me, they will. It's it's, in, it's inevitable that it would happen. Ridiculous. Um, if Classic was around when you started out, would you have tried to do that division instead? No. no. For me, hundred percent. Really, dude? You know how long it took me to get like thick, like a bodybuilder. Like when I see guys like Ian, right? Ian's like Ian turned pro at 22. Right. And now he's 30 and he's like pretty thick. You know, Luke was 30 and he was really, really thick. You know, James is 30. He's really thick. I didn't develop that kind of thickness till I was like 35. Like I was, really? a, yeah, I was a pretty like, I don't want to say after classic, you might've been a little more content with not being as big and not fucking wanted to be as big and be a bodybuilder. Uh, I really liked the way I look when I was smaller. Yeah. I think I could have been happy being like 230 or whatever the cutoff is and just being shredded. Yeah. But I mean, I like being jacked, but I think I actually would have done better in classic because I think yeah. my, I think I forced my body get to get to a certain place. It didn't want to go yeah. and then actually kind of ruined my lines. I get yeah. It. So I might've actually done better if I could have stayed smaller. Yeah. So I can see that. Uh, what's the best position to Grow the sweep in your legs. I've heard a lot of people using squats with their legs together to get the best tension there, but is there any method you would use? Actually, it's legs apart. Yeah, Yeah, if you want outer sweep, the the common misconception is legs together builds more sweep. I I found that it's actually not true. My legs together builds more teardrop. And if I'm on a leg press with my feet low on the pad and I put them out further, I actually get more lateralis, which is your outer sweep. 
So I don't know if you guys noticed that same thing in your training or not. Yeah. Okay. You go wide for wide, close for close. When I go wider stance on a leg press, I actually get more up near the, like I get more up near the hip in my outer sweep. If you go super wide, your toes pointing out. Not super wide, just shoulder width, toys, maybe a little bit wider, wider yeah, I, shoulder. I either, go, I either go, I either try to go like close or I'll go super wide. I don't, like if I go in between these when I'm squatting. Yeah. For years, I've done this low on the pad, just far apart. Yeah, I don't go super low on the pad though. Well, I go low enough. My, I can still drive through my heels. Okay. I don't, I don't ever come up on my toes, Okay. but I just get a lot of teardrop. I notice as soon as I move my feet. Oh, when out, I go close, I get. I, I know they usually say inner works outer, outer works inner. Yeah. But when I go close, my teardrops fucking explode. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So when I go that low stance again, but I go out here, all of a sudden I get way more activation in my outer sweep. Yeah, I think it's the. I also think it could be the exercise you're doing. Well, I don't know because John said even on squats, like John told me that they've measured it like electronically. Yeah. And you actually recruit more fibers in your outer sweep with a wide stance. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's just what I was told, but it's also kind of what I feel. Like when I do a squat, not super wide. If I go super wide, then I get a lot of adductor or whatever. But if I go, you know, a little bit wider in shoulder width, I get ladder, I get my ladder, my outer sweep. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Um, I don't know. Um, how would you define being genetically gifted, gaining muscle size in a short time or symmetry and proportion of muscles? What do you what do you, what do you think genetically genetically gifted bodybuilder means? I mean many different things, <clears throat> but generally is it size like or is it everything? Well, like I genetically gifted when it comes to size, but you're also genetically gifted when it comes to symmetry. Your symmetry is good. I mean, you're yeah, you're, but you're I, proportionate. I, would say I have more of the size on my part on my side. Yeah, you're more genetically apt to put on muscle. Yes. So, guy, what does somebody mean when they say that guy's got that guy's genetically gifted? I, I usually think of muscle density and shape and like how easy it is for them to put on muscle. Yeah, I, I don't think, think I'm genetically gifted is somebody that can like get in shape quick. Or, no, I mean, genetically gifted is the the gaining part and the muscle part. That's the you know. Yeah, I think the genetically gifted part for me is the gaining and the insertions. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I look yeah. at when I look at Phil Heath, I'm like that guy's genetically gifted. He's like, genetic. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, so if we're looking at like what's the best case of genetically of having genetic gifts, it's like Ronnie Coleman, then it's like Phil Heath. Yeah. 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 Would you rather not be able to taste ice cream or pizza? Ice cream. Pizza. You'd rather not be able to taste pizza, Nick? Yeah. So you'd rather have ice cream? I like ice cream. Oh. <laughs> Why when he answers just like a, like three words, I just lose it every time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just it's the, or just how he fucking it's, says it. It's the way he says it. I don't know. Remember, remember the I love tits? Because <laughs> <don't kill> <laughs> you just say you just start making like a run of like a hundred shirts with all your one liners like I like just that's it. Just I like fucking... it. Walk around the back. That'll be funny. Dude, it's like it's because you say stuff so matter of fact. There's like no facial expression. No. <laughs> like I like ice cream. 
It's such a matter of fact statement. Like, I can do without pizza, man. I can do without ice cream. Half the time when you eat ice cream, my mouth gets so numb anyway. I don't taste half the shit. My mouth frozen. I'm a fucking. I love pizza. I think it might be my favorite cheat meal. See, here's a. Haven't had pizza in years, anyway. So why? What? I'm just. It's not my go-to. Me and you can't hang out. You don't eat McDonald's. You don't eat pizza. What the fuck? Do you eat burgers? Do you eat burgers? Yeah, but it's not my favorite. Okay. You would choose a burger over pizza? Absolutely. Get the fuck out of here. You're because hot. he's still in bodybuilding mindset. So he's like, if I eat the burger, I get no. all the protein. And so am I. I, just, I, mean, I. I never would choose a burger and in my all years of competing over pizza, ever. Yeah, but he's not I wrong. Food, it's, it's, food overall. No, I know. I'm just shocked. Like, pizza's like a fucking... Wait a minute. You pick breakfast food overall? Overall. Breakfast food's really good, eh? It's I so much... breakfast over any other meal throughout the day but overall in my life i peach is my go-to me too yeah i love breakfast but breakfast is a, like a really close second i could have breakfast Bre- all day. breakfast is the shit what's your favorite breakfast me no guy no of course oh. you i was asking you you said oh, i was wait too <laughs> I, was, well, I, knew um, you I like uh i like i like to have an omelet a meat lover's omelet I like blueberry pancakes. I need some home fries. I need some toast with some, uh, uh, what's the red jelly called? Strawberry. Strawberry. I need my strawberry jelly. Or what's the red fruit called? <laughs> I'm going to fuck off. Uh, I like my eggs sunny side up, man. I like to, I get like a stack of toast. I'll get like eight, yep. I'll get like eight slices of toast and I just I'm fucking brilliant. get like six whole eggs and I just dip that shit. I usually get like two orders of home fries. I love home fries. Yeah, yeah. crispy the fucking home fries. You know yeah. what I? Do? You know what? Yeah, I do? The cinnamon raisin French toast, though, bro. Yeah. You say cinnamon raisin French toast? Yeah, I'm not a pancake fan. I do not like pancakes, but cinnamon raisin and or like waffles. But, I'll, you don't, oh, you don't like pancakes? Nah, don't care for them. Oh my god. What do you say? I don't care for pancakes. Mm, see, you fucked up. Pancakes are good though. Nah, it's just too much fucking soggy dough. Oh, but it, but it's soggy with syrup. Yeah, but I'd rather take French. I'll eat French toast any day. Nice fucking cinnamon raisin with a little fucking crunch to it. Oh, uh, do you like waffles? Love them. Love waffles. Waffles are good. At least you guys can agree on that. I'm a pancake guy. Yeah, I'm a pancake guy. And the reason I order so much fucking toast is I don't eat toast at home usually. So when I go to when I go out for breakfast every day, I'll get like fucking eight slices of fucking toast. I'll just sit there and dip. Do you get butter or no butter? No butter. Yeah, I get no butter. I don't need the butter. It's like I got the egg. Yeah. So. Well, I got the jelly. Or the jelly. I like jelly. How many eggs in your omelet? I like four. How much meat? Like, do you get I like ham? Stuff it up. What's in the meat? What's in, what meat do you get? Like ham, bacon, oh, like a. Yeah, ham, bacon, uh, sausage. I even get little pepper, some onion in there. That sounds gross. A couple slices of cheese. <laughs> What are you fucking cheese bay? <laughs> I can't handle meat lovers anything. I don't like that. Too much. What? It just ruins it. I feel like what I'm, do you not, get on- I'm just I don't get much meat on my pizza at all. Sometimes yeah, some- pepperoni, it's like one one and that's it. Like one topping. And yeah. Good. Sometimes like if you get an omelet, like a meat lover's omelet, it's like it ruins the taste of it. It's just all meat. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? No. 
at all. You're taking fucking six eggs and you're jamming it with fucking ten pounds of meat. Where you're, we are losing a lot of flavor there. Fucking stuff. I'm a, of- I'm offended that you're, that you don't like pizza. Yeah, no, 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 no. I never said I don't like pizza. I would just pick ice cream over pizza. Yeah, but you can't, you can't say you like pizza because you said you haven't had it in months, years. Years. Yeah, probably, probably like, yeah, a long, yeah, a long, very long time. You're Italian. I'd rather have pasta. Pasta's good. Pasta's good. Like my, my favorite dish is chicken Alfredo. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's solid. All right. Uh, if you see something teaching a newbie, ba- if you see someone teaching a newbie bad technique, do you say something? Do you guys ever say anything in the gym to anybody when they're training? I used to, but then it became a hassle. And then yeah, I usually just say it under my breath and keep walking. Can I tell you something funny? When I used to work out at Worlds in Toronto, it was like a more hardcore gym. Not hardcore, but it was like a little bit more hardcore. I used to tell people, like, if I saw somebody doing something stupid, I'd walk up and be like, hey, man, you mind if I give you a hand? Like, try to do it this way, blah, blah, blah. And 95% of the time, people were so appreciative. They were like, so I kept doing it the whole time I was there. Like, you know, once, twice a week it would happen. Yeah. I get back to Windsor and I train at this Movati. You know, Movati's like a cushier, like club kind of gym. Never heard of it, but okay. It's like a, I don't know what you guys have in the States. You guys have Movati in the States, don't Probably you? Equinox, but go ahead. No, it's, yeah. like, it's like a lifetime. It's like a lifetime. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what Equinox yeah. is. Yeah. So anyway, so every fucking time I tried to talk to somebody there about their form, they're like, I got it, bro. I got it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just stopped. I'm like, I don't do it. I don't waste my time. I tried, I tried like four times maybe. And I just got like a rude response every time. So I was like, just forget it. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking help anybody. No. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like they think I'm trying to shit on them, but I'm like, I'm just trying to help you, man. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I agree. Okay. Last one. Um, Good one. Make it good. good. The last one, make it good. A good one. I want some buttholeness in this. There's no butthole ones. Somebody fucking for next podcast, ask butthole questions for (laughs) next. Don't Don't say that. You only will only ask the butthole question if you only tag Nick. You can't tag me or Fuad in any buttholeness. If you Fuad, Fuad likes it. You don't, you weirdo. Yeah, but I'm not going to talk about it like you because I'm married and. Just leave it at that. We'll not talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. If you could gain 10 pounds of muscle for every inch of your dick, you lose or vice versa, how much would you gain or lose? I'm so I repeat that one more time. 10 pounds how, of muscle. How much inch this of your dick? This is how it works. This is how, for 10 pounds. This is how it works, Nick. I give you 10 pounds of muscle, you chop off an inch of your dick. Or you just not chop, you just lose yeah, it. Yeah, you just it just disappears. Like one inch disappears. Oh, I can't do it. No. <laughs> I can't afford it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I'm only what I, if I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. What if I said you could never gain another pound of muscle? You have to stay exactly the size you are right now. Or I'll give you 10 pounds, but you gotta get rid of an inch of your dick. I could do that. One inch. I could have, he changed his mind. <laughs> I could afford that. An inch, no big If you think about it, Nick, you only need like 10 more pounds of muscle to be a complete fucking freak. 
like 10 pounds of tissue is like a yeah. lot. Tissue is also going to make your fucking dick look way smaller than it already does. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like on your legs. I don't even know what my dick looks like, guy. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ten. What I said. I said <laughs> the bigger you are, the and then oh, no, I know. We pack it down there. That's just gonna look a lot smaller. So if you gain another ten pounds on your fucking mutant ass frame, and you're already dealing with a little fucking pig in the blanket, you might not be so fucking the, talked about in the industry as uh, these guys. He's good. Great Listen, guy. Look at a hand. Forward to lose an inch. Here. But if Nick, but you got to think of it like this: if Nick gets ten more pounds on his frame. And he starts becoming like a top four Olympian, then he's going to get more girls anyway. Yeah, but if he's got like the Mr. Olympia's smallest cock, that's not the big best. Type doesn't of matter. Life. He's just going to cycle through them until he finds one that doesn't mind. I <laughs> guess. <laughs> All right, guy, would you do it? I would do one inch. I'd give up an inch. I'm a short Italian. I'm only 10% fucking. I ain't giving up shit. Huh? <laughs> I ain't giving up shit. I'm keeping every inch I got. I ain't giving up. up shit. I ain't giving up. Inches, all right. I mean, if you're if you're not, you're not even willing to give up an inch. I mean, you really fucking. I'm not. Fucking I'm not giving up fucking a centimeter. Nothing. No. No, my career is almost over anyway. I'm not even. I don't even know who I'm gonna compete against. So fuck you guys. You guys can. I'm not. I don't want. <laughs> Yeah, but you're already married. I'd be like, I'll give you fucking three inches right now. Oh, that's true. I didn't think of that. My wife, like, my wife already knows what I'm working with. I'd be like, take three inches, give me thirty pounds, let me yeah, stay she... jacked for life, and you got to deal with a fucking little meat cleaver. She would probably be even happier for me. She'd be like, oh, you know what? If you, if I, if if I put on twenty pounds of muscle, I could go start crushing shows. There you go. More she probably, she would probably, she would probably <laughs> put, up, put up with it for me. She'd be like, you know what? It's fine. Give away two inches. You better cash rate the motherfucker. Let's get a load. <laughs> Let's have millions in the bank. It's like you don't have sex anyway. You're married. Just take a get yeah. rid of it. Um, yeah, I didn't think of that guy. That's a good point. You're welcome. Yeah, so I'm here. I could give up like two inches, and I if I if you put twenty pounds of muscle on my frame, holy fuck! <laughs> you put twenty pounds of muscle on me? me? Well, since I'm taking 10, 10 on the legs alone. That's true. Then I got massive legs. I got my legs back, and then I'll put the other ten like on my arms. Think about that. Arms, shoulders, back. I'd be good. Arms, shoulders, legs. It'd be all limbs. I'd be fucking huge. Monster. I just start crushing everybody at all the shows, and I would take. Can I take away a couple inches off my off my waist? Wait, have no, no. (laughs) Okay. All right, then I I got to put some of the weight on my back then, so that I have a wider, so I have a better X frame. Fuad's posing trunk cunt is going to be fucking sad. Yeah, have more fucking sock cotton in it than anything. In front. I'll, put a, I'll put a fucking sock in there. No big deal. That's all right. Nobody will know. <laughs> like how food, how food, I get so big. He gave away two, two, two inches of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right. Uh, this you know this question comes up a lot, eh? All right, all right, boys. We'll wrap it all up. Right. We all know that me and. Nick have a little more to give up than Fuad. No, yep. we just know that I'm married, and no, because originally, wait a minute. <laughs> a minute. Here we go. Originally, when I said no, it's because I'm like pretty much retired, so I'm like I don't need the ten pounds of muscle, so I'm keeping my shit. But you brought up a good point. You said I was married, and she probably would be okay with me. Just you know, it's okay. You don't need it. Yeah. 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 That's why. I mean, it would just made. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Oh, for 2021. All right, guys. One inch less dick. We'll talk next week.
Guy, are you gonna All tell right. us you gonna tell us what your business ventures are? Next week. Tell me now. Just just quick. I'll edit this part out. Not really, but I but I will. I will. I can't there's certain things I can't say on on air, bro, because of fucking, you know, certain things in my life. All right. Well, we're all excited and we're waiting. All right. Oh yeah. But if it's a supplement company, I hope it fails because I don't want you to compete with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't hope it fails. I don't. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I don't hope it fails. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll talk next all right. week. All right. Bye. Later. Bye.